0: Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, I I usually like just watching the waveform, but for <laughs> I, now I put I'm my
1: start window. Out. I always put my window in front of the waveform. Yeah. No. And I'm then gonna I can, like you know, see the waveform and your. I know. Face. I know
0: we're recording virtually and we can't do this in person, but um, I want to look at your face. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make you full screen, baby. Yeah. Sup? You're still like the size of the little guy <laughs> inside of the alien in men in black You're like yeah. that's how big you are to me but it's, it's still little control sticks yeah no. uh, kill me <laughs> the, the, the galaxy is on orion's belt or whatever he says that's exactly um, what he says i think yeah yeah The fuck men in black is the shit man that that movie's that movie's great uh, i gonna, i saw you, it in you, theaters you and a beer it was already? awesome i cracked a beer all right i got um cheers wait, 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 wait hold on okay so i'm recording this in in actually like my more like my living room of my apartment cool you can kind of, you can kind of see like this is where i live um oh what the fuck that's my, a nice place yeah i know we got a, we got a cool spot i did all the painting um looks nice uh so but we're sort of i'm sort of like in the entryway little cubby where like i've set up this little like desk workstation area and yep. um but like both of my new roommates are like off in their own room so I was like, I was it out here. Fuck it. Yeah. Um. So and I got a a local craft beer. What is it? Uh, it's Radical Road Brewing Company, which lives down like like a two minute walk from my house. Uh-huh. It's a pale ale.
2: Uh huh. It's my
0: favorite shit. And I got a little bottle of Aromatics Elixir perfume that I'm just gonna.
1: Oh my god, that's heavy. Spritz on real. Holy quick.
0: shit, that's a lot. Yeah, it's it's strong stuff too. Oh my god. To smell. I don't want it to last, you know? Um, I always was taught,
1: um, uh, maybe this is a RuPaul thing, but I was taught this, I think, by my spray, mom. Spray, delay, and, walk. and then oh, walk away. There no, you go. <laughs> um,
0: uh, no, that's, that's bullshit. You, if you, I mean, you, if you don't want to smell like the thing, uh, then do that.
1: See, I, w- I was always taught you, want, you only want someone to smell you when they're like close enough to touch you. It's like, ooh, yeah. an extra little surprise instead of like,
0: who the fuck? Jesus Christ, who's taking over this space? Yeah, it is yeah. kind
1: of o- overbearing sometimes,
0: but it's fun. I don't know, as long as it's not like a boring. Like, what does it smell like? What does it make you think Chanel Number no. Five? Well, this is uh, Aromatics Elixir, which is a perfume from. It's like it was from this. It's from this. This is a fun thing about perfume. Is like, you go to the, like the bay and you go to the Clinique counter. Yeah. And you can ask for this thing called Aromatics Elixir, and it's like literally a perfume that was made in 1976. Whoa! So I kind of smell like the 70s. Hell yeah! It's like what perfume in the 70s tastes, and they it, like it's it's like you know they've done like re they've rejigged the formulation, et cetera, et cetera. And people say it's not doesn't smell like it used to, whatever. But like uh-huh. um, at the end of the day, it does smell like like a woman from 1976. I don't like. know like what that smells like, but that's, but it's kind cool. of like, it, it's definitely like you smell it and you're like, this smells like another time. This nice. isn't like a modern, like Chanel de blue, like clubbing cologne
2: right.
0: thing. It's like, it's, it, it's technically a sheep which is based on oak moss. And you're like, Whoa. I don't know what the fuck oak, oak moss smells like, but it's kind of green and it's kind of bitter and just weird doesn't really smell like anything else but it, it also like develops and changes over like the way you used to do they used to do like fragrances back in the day they would like um like the, 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 it would be very much like something that changes over the course of you spraying it like, you'll spray it and you're like ooh, the like the quote-unquote top notes of this <laughs> and then and then four hours later it smells like something completely different damn um so it's fun it's cool it's a nice little hobby and this is like a like a classic classic fragrance
1: fuck yeah I feel like um, it might smell I just watched the Bee Gees documentary so I feel like it might smell like that
0: yeah. it's not far off not far off yeah. but it, it, you know I mean the, like here's the thing like the cliche response if I was to spray this for someone would be like it smells like my grandma <laughs> it, like yeah. it smells like an old it smells like old lady perfume or something like that which like I, is not grandma perfume wrong. has
1: a very specific scent to me I, it makes I think lavender when I think grandma mm like floral yeah, so this and flowery
0: yeah this isn't quite that but it does it does smell like on its face kind of old-fashioned and like w- weird like this smells it does smell like uh, uh, like it's like a, it's like a, it's like a what another time thought was like a cool scent
1: that's so but, trippy though like because it, it's completely outside of the realm of anything but scent right yeah it's not like a visual style or
0: like a a sound
1: of music or whatever it's literally like hmm this is this is what we think smells good right now what
0: does this smell like and well and scent is like one of the craziest senses there is in terms of like triggering memories and stuff like that right like here's the crazy story that happened uh recently was um uh so Uh, when i was in third grade i had this kind of eccentric third grade teacher but like her name was jude jude neal she's a poet she's like she was like eccentric but like was one of those like elementary school teachers that you have that like genuinely teaches you the joy of learning nice and like it's like like robin williams in dead poet society and like teaches you about like like reads to you and like when we were when we when she read us like novels she would like okay everybody take out your doodle books i'm gonna start reading to you yeah and so we would all be doodling while she's reading us like like the bfg by oh doll or whatever uh so anyway but she's also like kind of an artist and she she wore this specific perfume uh and i didn't know that she wore this perfume until after i like uh, I guess graduated elementary school and I was a teenager and because I grew up in this kind of small community um she was like at a like a little coffee house get-together party that my parents brought me to and I Wait, like, ran Halloween? into my I, uh, at this point I was like I guess in my like teens like I was maybe like 16 17 yeah so I ran into her and I'm like oh my god Jude Neil my third grade teacher ha ha it's so funny to I give her a hug and I smell her perfume wow. and I'm like holy fuck you smell i didn't realize my third grade had a smell yeah but that this is it whoa and i was like that's trippy so okay then fast forward to now and i'm like sort of actually getting into perfume and like learning about the different things and like i've listened to a couple like podcasts whatever that like talk about perfume and like like review certain classic scents etc et um and i'm like wait a second i should i should ask her what what it was like what was that actual scent or perfume that she wore so i i sent her a facebook message because we're all like facebook friends with our like um fucking (laughs) middle-aged peers now (laughs) so so i i I, wish she was my facebook friend so i messaged her and i was like um i was like i've been getting into uh fragrance and perfume and stuff i'm learning about it and i was just wondering like what what and i I, re- I retold her the story of like seeing her like years after grade three and it brought me back and so i'm like what was that what perfume that you were wearing she told me it was like it was called it, uh dior dune dune and i was and i was like it's called it's like that's the, like the name of it and so yeah so I and I I had I knew about that one. I was like I've heard, I listened I literally listened to an episode of this other podcast that like reviewed. They like paired Dior Dune with Frank Herbert's Dune, Whoa. and um like uh, was David there Inch's a relation Dune. from Dior, or was it pre Dune? Totally unrelated. But they would huh. it like this. It's a cool podcast because they like pair like a scent with some sort of like media thing cool like, like some old classic movie then they'll review it. like some scent that is like s- strategically paired with it whatever what so, a
1: crazy medium <sighs> percent review you can't yeah. smell shit
0: well and so but <laughs> whenever they have guests on they like send them the samples and then they talk about it etc but like um so i so i knew i i knew about that perfume and she told me and i was like i so i went to the bay uh and i i went to the dior uh, section and i was like do you have do you have dune uh, i like to smell it again and they were like, you actually can't get it in Canada anymore. They discontinued it. Oh. Um, and then I went to, in Parkdale, which is kind of like a, kind of like a, it's one of those neighborhoods where it's like kind of half, uh, like kind of run down working class neighborhoods, but also like a lot of hipsters live there. Yeah. Um, And they, there was a shopper's drug mart and I happened to go into, the, and I looked, I, I just habitually like glanced at like the perfume section of the shopper's. And I looked, and they had two bottles of Dior Dune, and it, 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 that was all that. Usually, usually they're like more stocked, but um, they had two bottles left, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Uh, and I asked the. It's like COVID, so it's kind of weird. You have to like ask right. for <laughs> samplers and stuff like that. But like, um, so I asked the woman, I was like, "Can can I like sample this the Dune?" And she was like, "Yeah, sure." So she opened up the glass thing and took the bottle, the sampler bottle out and like sprayed a little bit on a little card. and I was like, "Can you spray it on my wrist? You want to smell it on skin?" And so she did. And I I smelled it at first, and I was like, "Huh, like this is smells like a kind of like I don't know, pretty cliche perfumey scent like a, like like lavender. Like you didn't recognize floral-y. it. I didn't recognize it. It smelled kind of generic at first. And then I continued to do my shopping at Choppers and and then like like 15 20 minutes later i, I smelled my wrist again wow and i was like oh my god wow it smells like grade three like Whoa. i forgot like it, like it, the scent memory came back and i was brought back to another time and it was in that what they call the, dr- the dry down and it brought me back and it reminded me like i was like you smell like this woman that like meant so much to me when i was a third grader wow and that's what she smells like it's just it's trippy it's that's trippy.
1: really crazy like i can it, i can imagine like i'm not smelling it right but i'm i can imagine see that, that that's so, and it's so subtle it's like i don't even
0: it's like you don't even know i can't even identify what it actually is but it's like this kind of woody kind of like warm smelling thing like huh. you can't even like the words aren't even quite there until you start really learning about it and then it, you become like a sommelier and you're like I'm <laughs> tasting like apricot, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, um, I can
1: imagine the smell of my aunt's and uncle's house. Like, my aunt Heather and uncle Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they didn't like it, like, to describe it would probably be just like um, scented candles and uh-huh. good food, but like, it always had this smell. Like, I can't describe it. It's weird that I'm like remembering like when i'm remembering a visual i'm like picturing it in my head or i can like play through a song in my head but right now i'm like imagining a smell and i don't know if i've ever trying to it before.
0: trying to remember what something smells like it's hard it's a hard yeah until you until you like smell it again and you're like oh yeah like that smell
1: you know what i um i didn't know so i i went to uh europe when i was like 15 with my folks and um I was seeing this girl who was like, Okay, if you if you're going to Paris, um, like this is before they had like Sephora's I don't know if it was in not in Canada or at least it wasn't in Edmonton, Alberta. And she was like, I can you get me a bottle of Dior Jador Dior mm-hmm. Jador. Um and
0: Does Jador translate to I like, I love. I love you. I love, yeah. I, love you. I, yeah. I love you. Okay. Uh
1: no, yeah, i i i, I love it. Or, no, it's, like, more, like, I love. Mm. Je t'adore is, like, I love you. Je l'adore is I love it. And then j'adore is just, like, I love. But, um, so I got it. It's, like, more, like, more kind of, like, generic or whatever. Yeah, and so, like, now that smell is, like, intrinsically linked to her. But what I didn't realize is, like, I thought just, like, because they sell perfume all the time. They're always coming out with new ones. I thought it was just, like, a scent of the week. I was, like, how do you know the smell? But, like... No, that's a smell that's been around, like, Dior J'adore has smelled
0: the same for decades. More or less the same since they invented it. That's crazy. exactly. So, like, I've smelled
1: uh, people on the street and been like, what the fuck? Did you happen to get the same bottle at the same time?
0: No, it's just, that's the smell. Well, and that's the crazy thing. Like, so, you know, Aromatics Elixir, like this little bottle I have, is, it smells more or less the same since 1976 or whenever they made it. So, but also like, there's this other one that I got, uh, which I heard about through this podcast and then I saw it advertised on Amazon for like, like 40 bucks or something. And it was, it was, um, it's the brand is Giorgio Beverly Hills, Mm -hmm. which is this like kind of, uh, like boutique-y kind of brand that existed, I guess, in California in the eighties. And it's like, if you, if you do a little research, you, you learn that like, this is, was one of the most popular perfumes for like wealthy women right. in like the mid to late 80s huh so i'm like oh i want to know what that smell <laughs> yeah. is yeah. like what does like a rich kind of bitty smell like <laughs> in 1980s in like 1986 yeah. Georgia. so i got i got this bottle and it's like yellow it's like the box was actually really cool i have it like displayed in my room kind of uh, and it's like this, like yellow bottle. and It's like this yellow juice, and you spray it, and it's like this synthetic fucking. <laughs> it does not smell. I don't like it. Like right. it's, it's you, like you spray it on you, and that you immediately just have a headache. Oh god! And it, but it's fascinating. You need, fascinating. It out. You, need it, you need to match it with cocaine, and it uh, it's like the the way they talked about it on the podcast was like it's like the perfume equivalent of like fake tits from the 80s <laughs> the if, if, those had, if those had a smell it's like right. jessica rabbit like yeah. juicy fake 80s tits wow that's what that this smells like see
1: i feel like i would be interested in having like a lot of very small bottles to just smell like i don't know if i would want to smell like that like walk around smelling like no that.
0: no i mean most of the ones i buy like um like it's the same thing i went through with like sneakers where it's like People get obsessed with sneakers and they like collect them and stuff like that. I don't care. Like any shoes I buy, I want to be able to wear them. Yeah. So the same with like fragrance. Like, if I'm gonna buy something, I want to be able to like I want to smell like this and be like have people be like, "You smell good." Whatever. Yeah. Um, but the, every so often there's like the odd thing where I'm like, "What is like a like a '80s hoe smell
2: like?" <laughs> well, like, like, COVID's kind of the perfect just, time to try it out. And
0: right? and, 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 the, and the, exactly. And also like a lot of the um the bottles like they're the same as they ever were a lot of those 80s ones especially were like are also super synthetic so they actually haven't literally changed at all wow um and they just still make them and there's just like women from that generation who still buy them i guess but it's just bizarre to me that like they just keep churning out this exact product that just is hasn't changed and still yet still make it can, new yep they just churn it out and they they, they sell it and saw so the women who are now like
1: it, in their 60s <laughs> Yeah, want to can you smell like that when they put on
0: their Just, negligee? And that's that's like their signature scent. Wow! And it smells like another time. Wow! It's like, it, and that's like the closest thing you can get to like a time machine, besides like I don't know, watching old movies or whatever.
1: So maybe maybe you can clear this up for me. I have a friend named Clayton, and he has like a, a specific scent. Like, and that's something I admire. I don't. I don't like it. I don't. I I never had a scent. I've always wanted a scent. I had tried doing being a uh watermelon. Yeah, you always seem jolly you always seem like a guy. pretty
0: like a pretty a pretty scent-free guy. Scent-free. I've never free. noticed. I've never been like Evan smells weird or something.
1: But I mean I I would be I'd love to have a a characteristic good scent. Um but anyway, so he he did or he does and I asked him about it. He's like, "Oh, it's my perfume." Da 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 da. I didn't ask him about it, but I've heard a couple people, I guess men say lately that they have a perfume and so is there a differentiation between perfume and cologne or is that just like uh a, the nomenclature for, for like what a guy would say their perfume is because yeah, i always uh, i would get cologne i got
0: you get cologne Bas, versus cologne perfume. yeah 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 so this podcast i should mean shout out to the perfume nationalists this podcast that i listen to um they kind of educate people about this stuff and uh what i got from them is that what they said is that um so I mean perfume has kind of always existed. Like people would just like rub shit on themselves so they smell good like since like biblical times like frankincense yeah. and myrrh and shit like that. Yeah. Like it would, it would all smell um in like the 30s and stuff like it was generally like women would wear perfume and men would wear perfume and it was kind of a unisex kind of thing but generally like something that women did to like make themselves smell good. Um, but like it was, you know, if you were like kind of a like a dandyish kind of man, you would spray <laughs> yeah. some perfume on you. It wasn't a big deal, whatever. Um, but I guess, uh, I think sort of in the '60s, I guess, I think is when they wanted to like it, it, perfume at that point was like a very female mm-hmm. uh accessory, and so it was essentially just a marketing thing. Like, how right. can we? how can we sell perfume to men like right. literally cutting 50% of our market out of this so they created they started calling it cologne and I was like does like sp- that's where you get all these like men quote-unquote men's fragrances right which is kind of absurd if you actually think about it it's like why does well I
1: do have an association with certain smells right like whether it's cologne or perfume I mean there's some that it probably wouldn't be able to identify one or the other yeah, but yeah i mean definitely smelled like, some like an old spice smells like well and a lot red. of and a lot of
0: these are like are like like musky fragrances yeah. which is which is we- musk is actually a weird one it's actually derived from like like an animal like d de- like an a- like animal hormones like a I scent think. gland guess, of a deer like from asshole or from something. deer that's exactly it like it's it's but then you but then you also associate musk with just like like um uh, like laundry soap like that's kind of like a musky like like soapy detergent kind mm. of smell um but also also it just kind of smells like 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 kind of just like your raw musky scent is just like what your natural bo kind of smells like yeah
1: um have you ever um have you heard of these scent parties i guess they don't do them anymore in covid but so they had there was there was a couple, I think they did it like every Valentine's day in Montreal. I never went to one, but they were interesting. And so you, you, it was like a singles thing and you were supposed to bring a gym shirt, like a shirt that you had worn to the gym or like for two days or something. I don't remember without deodorant. um, And like a shirt you would sweat in and you, mm-hmm. everybody brought their shirts and like they were m- like put on a table and mm-hmm. people would go around and smell, and then take a rating down, and then uh-huh. they would compile those ratings and then and match people them. up.
0: Yo, I want to go to one of those. Th- that
1: sounds so cool. And like, man, there's so many things that I would, don't know if we've talked about on this podcast before, but who cares? <laughs> but there's there's
0: this. I've been listening to some back episodes. I feel like yo, probably, me
1: too. But the um, isn't it
0: fucking fun to listen to old episodes? I've been
1: having a good time. There's some cringy moments um but what i wanted to say is there's there's uh apparently a correlation between um uh uh like divorce rates and like how you like perceive somebody's smell whether they're on birth control or not so like the, this idea if we're yeah, talking about yeah, pheromones or like natural attraction yeah. to somebody's scent if you want to call it mm-hmm. that it's you, someone's perception of another person's scent if they're on birth control or the outward scent that you give off if you're on hormonal birth control is totally different
0: i've 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 heard about that and it's not only said it's just like even like the way that hormones can fuck up your sex drive and what you're attracted to and stuff like that and so you go off you get married you go
1: off and then it's like oh fuck
0: well or, or 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 yeah you're like you're like you're on birth control. You meet somebody. You fall in love. You get married, and then you start wanting to f- have kids. So then you go off the birth, con- birth control, and then all of a sudden your like perception changes. Which yeah. it sounds like a horror movie. Yeah. But like apparently it's real. I don't know. Makes sense. Yeah.
1: I've been listening to some back episodes. Um, I want to publicly apologize to anyone uh, who's listening. <laughs> I tried to reinterpret a Louis C.K. bit. Um about the n-word and uh and that
0: heidi christie i haven't, I haven't actually gone back and heard that one. are we just like dropping l- n-bombs left and no, right? no
1: no no we're not um well i mean they were dropped but in w- with the attempt at least from my perspective with the attempt to try to explain that louis ck bit and it well, didn't well, I, work
0: i, 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 <laughs> I want to listen i want to listen to it again but like i don't i still to this day don't know why that would be cr- like the point i assume you were making is still something i leave like yeah
1: sure sure but the point was not made properly i was like stumbling over like trying (laughs) to explain it was just like oh but no wait um how do you say it again it was just like oh no there there's a reason why he (laughs) was at the level that he was at and able to say things like that um always kind of on the brink of disaster he was so good at tiptoeing along the edge yeah i miss him yeah i mean he's coming back
0: he's he's i mean he's you know the funny thing like i'm such a louis ck fan that uh, like Canceled. this whole da- this whole downfall of louis ck is actually completely on brand
1: yeah. like
0: if you if you go back and listen to those um old mark marin interviews with louis he actually has been through like his entire career is more or less made up of cycles of like massive success and then huge destruction like while he was coming up as a comic he like was getting hired and and had this amazing stand-up comedy career and then like the entire his entire industry just like everything that he had like put his effort into just like that whole industry changed and he was like he had nothing right and and he got in this like motorcycle accident and all of a sudden was just like fucked up and like so he was like super successful and then and then brought to nothing and then from being so humbled like spun that into gold and then ascended further and then got re-humbled again like it all this to say like
1: did you hear the the the, the recording the lo- of the him lo- talking the about lo- the
0: incident um no I think
1: it's, it's from a couple months ago it's like it's obviously taken him a long time but there's a there's a recording of him at the cellar and like you know, it just starts with him being like, he says some kind of joke and like it references masturbating or whatever. People laugh and he's like, Also, silent. you go and back and watch like, like, Louis episodes. Can we just episodes. talk about it? Can we just talk about it? And then like he kind of explains it in this perfect Louis CK way for the first well, time. I mean, he released,
0: a, he released a new special where he addresses it. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. On, if you, on a, it, totally privately on his website. Like he has a, it's probably like a.
1: Maybe that's what it's from.
0: It's 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 basically he does an entire stand-up set, and then like forty minutes in, he gets to a point where he's like, here he he's making a he has a whole bit about um like gay gay guys and how it 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 must have been more fun when it was forbidden to be this gay. Is, this, this is where, the bit, yeah. Whereas this is the now bit. it's like now it's like your hu- who wants to fuck their husband. It's like. <laughs> It was must have, must have been sexier when you were like fucking some guy and you're like my mom would disown me if she yeah. knew. Yeah yeah, so the and, the and, then, and then he and then he, his one his one the one line that that flips it is uh it's um for some people sex is kind of fucked up. And then he immediately <laughs> like the audience like clocks that and he's like me obviously. And he's like, "Do you guys want to get into it?" Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Okay, and he's sick. like sick. I didn't know that was really like, special. He's like if you ask someone if you want to jerk off in front of them, uh, and then they say yes,
2: <laughs> don't uh, do
0: it. even then, don't, don't even, don't, <laughs> don't do it. Don't. <laughs> Fuck, man.
1: <laughs> so it's funny because, like, he, at least for me, embodied, like, if you actually listen to him. He was like one of the quote unquote, like, wokest comedians out 100%. 100%. Like, he he was talking about real shit and from a perspective that I agreed with. And I think a lot of people would agree with if they just didn't write him off for certain things that he said.
0: Well, he got he was the weird sacrificial lamb of the Me Too movement that everyone thought had to go down. Who to this day, I say, I don't think he did anything wrong um could he have been a bit more like could he have been less perverted and maybe taken more stock of like his i guess power but even then one that gets me
1: still is the jerking off on the phone if that's true yeah just like a a call about work and hearing just like (laughs) like
0: i don't think that that would reach the phone Anyway, but okay. then it's like, okay, yeah, sure, fine. If he was like jerking off during work calls, like that's fucked up. I don't know. Who knows if that's true? Whatever. Um, But like, but also the the other side of it is like, this is a thing I'm thinking about a lot now is because I've I've been thinking a lot about Woody Allen lately. See that documentary Um, so far? I haven't seen it, but I, you know, I know essentially what it is. Like, I don't think there's really a lot of revelations through it.
1: I'm only one episode in, and it's presented very—it's very compelling.
0: Like, the, well, okay. So the whole thing is like, did he molest Dylan? And then apparently, there's like footage where, like, it's Dylan saying, "Like, yes, he touched my private parts." I haven't seen it. Um, so, and like, is there a theme in his movies which is kind of perverted and a, an old man being interested in younger women? Without a doubt have we celebrated that oeuvre like forever yeah, of course but like i also i also, you know i went back and i watched have you seen manhattan i don't think i've seen a single woody allen
1: movie this is the, this is the other
0: thing like a lot of people just hate woody allen anyway and don't care it's this not, not that thing. i hate
1: him i just it, it was never a, a thing that were, was presented to me
0: well it's like it's also like i love the I, i'm actually a really big fan of the cancellation of jk rowling i'm like all these all these like <laughs> people are, like, having their minds melted because they find out that J.K. Rowling is, like, a transphobe. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate Harry Potter. <laughs> so I'm kind of down for you all to be confused right now. Right. And it's also hilarious. Like, she wrote a new book where, like, essentially the villain is, like a like, a man who dresses up as a woman and, like, murders women. Jesus. What's crazy is, like, it's
1: not even this, like, this, like, Oopsie! I'm not, kind of, I'm like I'm speaking out of turn, like like and and I'm not aware of what I'm saying or, or kind of what I'm putting out there. She's like vehemently, like.
0: It's like, why do you
1: care? Transphobic. Like, like yeah, like outwardly, like to the point where she's like, yeah, I'll ruin my career.
2: Well, she ad- I don't she like these the, people.
1: Sh-
0: she adopts the whole turf mentality, which is like, you know, trans women, um, are are like. Uh, don't understand the the genuine female experience, which involves being uh, like objectified from the day you're born and put into this gender role since the day you were born, and you can't possibly understand that. Blah blah blah. Which you know, to a point, I kind of get, but I'm also like, these people are clearly going through something completely different and probably a lot more difficult than like being a, a woman now. So it's yeah. like, why do you? Why are you like? Why do you care? I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird battle um, to, to to It's a weird it's a weird um kill the die on. Hilton, yeah. yeah. Um but but um the I don't know. You, you, you look at like problematic artists and like Woody Allen and Louis C. K. and people who've like or or um uh, Roman Polanski Roman who like like raped a, like a drugged and raped a fourteen year old supposedly or whatever. Um like the my my whole thing on Woody Allen is like like Woody Allen movies I love I love I like deeply love Woody Allen movies to the point where like his comedies and, and artistic like output has like gotten me through difficult times in my life. Like I would like, like literally would watch his movies as like feel good movies that like just make me laugh and make me feel like it's okay to be flawed and human, et cetera, et cetera. So, so then it's like, but you also watch them and you're like, Oh, there actually is a weird theme here. Yeah. And a lot of the movies aren't – I guess I guess my point is like I never went to people like Woody Allen or Louis C.K. as like paragons of morality. No. Like if it's the kind of thing where like I find out that Louis C.K. like asked some women if he could jerk off in front of them, and then it was like an awkward – like I, I'm not surprised. Me neither. And like I found out that Woody Allen has like a bunch of fucked up sexual history like did he molest his stepdaughter like is he like a fucked up guy like i'm kind of not surprised no i don't know like it's a it's a weird rashomon thing like there's so many different sides and the, apparently the documentary also like discounts a lot of um like moses Ronan's testimony or like he wrote an article who was like another child who was like mia pharaoh's like fucking evil and crazy and so it's hard to, like, see through the dysfunctional fog of whatever the fuck that was. Plus, it's, like, couched in celebrity. Did he molest Dylan? Maybe. I don't know. But, like, I also... <laughs> I hate to say it, but I kind of don't care. The movies I, are good.
1: Well, that's what's weird for me is, like, I I like Rosemary's Baby. I like the penis. Rosemary's Baby is
0: fucking awesome.
1: You know, I... I... I guess it's because I'm so far away from it that I can separate the art from the artist. But well, then, that's, and that's if you, it. like, but I, I can do that. And it's, you know, it's a product that's already made. And, like, I torrent my fucking movies. I'm not s- technically supporting him. However, in order for that stuff to be created, like, they need a, you know, they, they, there's a foundation that needs to be built. So, like, you can't. I mean, they, like. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like if, if that happened, he should be in fucking jail. Perfectly honest.
0: For sure. And he was investigated by like three or four different like professional social work agencies who all said like, uh, there's not, there's no evidence here.
1: Yeah. I mean, was that, was
0: that him paying them off? Like who the fuck knows? That's the thing. Like at the end of the day, I'm just like, is Woody Allen a pervert for sure? uh did, did he have a uh is louis ck a pervert for sure does that is that also kind of what makes them a good artist All, yes so yep. you kind of gotta take it and you know w- where it does get fucked up is like someone like bill cosby where it's like your whole persona is m- morality and imparting wisdom <laughs> and like literally calling black comics like like Eddie Murphy and being like, you shouldn't swear because yeah. swearing is wrong, and it's like, well, you're systematically drugging and f- raping women. Like that's like, the scariest. So it's like at that point I can't can't really enjoy your comedy anymore because it's like totally like incongruent with what right. y- happened. Whereas like people like Woody Allen and Louis C.K. It's like it's like it's on brand like it yeah. it, ad- it adds up i'm like you guys are fucked up guys and that's kind of yeah. why you're able to create the art you made and like able to you know tell these stories in such an honest way you know but then you think about
1: it from the perspective of you know so let's say
0: you know roman polanski did it let's
1: say woody allen did it just like we're so far away from it it's almost as if they're not even real people but imagine if you were the like the the girl that it happened to and you're watching this guy like you know get standing ovations at the oscars yeah. and shit yeah like that's fucked and so like and that know, would if make was, me want to
0: make a documentary series and 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 bring that truth to light sure hell yeah.
1: yeah and like you know if they weren't woody allen you know if they weren't roman polanski and it was just some fucking french guy or some like old yeah. new yorker that wasn't famous be like yeah, get fucking rotten hell, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. I mean, that's also like their pro. Like, I, I you know the other thing is I don't I don't blame anyone I know to like how like be turned off from watching like Woody Allen movies. Totally. Like I don't, um, or like not enjoying Louis C.K. because of everything. And like, like if someone's like not into it because of everything that came to light, like at the end of the day, like the art that you consume and 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 connect with is so subjective right like it's it either moves you or it doesn't and if some story about somebody like turns you off like you can't argue that i'm like no you should still like them it's like no you can't it's like falling in love like you can't like there's no discussion yeah like the Kevin i can't talk you into liking something
1: like with kevin spacey the like i think it was Correct to pull him from his future projects for what he was being accused of, and ultimately, I love the Dave Chappelle
0: you know. joke where he's like, He held on to that secret for so many years, and if he just held on for like a couple more, I would have known how <laughs> House of Cards ended <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, like, so good, yeah, pull, pull, pull that
1: fucking guy, but the stuff that's already created I don't think should be pulled. I don't think you should retroactively censor something that already exists. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or like yeah, the, yeah. like what, what, um, you know, Disney has done with like the, the briar tales or whatever. No, what they've is just that? It's, um, you know, the like zippity doodah, zippity day. Um, it's like in the, in, in the South, like, um, I guess, like, Civil War South, post-Civil War South. And it's, like, pretty racist in terms of how it's presented. There's, like, the mystical black slave man who is like, befriends a young boy. And, like, so Disney just, like, pretends this doesn't exist anymore. Whereas a Warner Brothers approach uh, where they have horrible depictions what, of Native lots American I
0: mystical, b- mystical black men who helped me through my life on a daily basis. Well, day-to-day I mean,
1: th- there you go. You should write Disney. But what Warner Brothers did is they put a disclaimer in front of all of these racist cartoons being like, hey, we don't want to pretend this didn't happen. We think it's important that this not be erased. But this was the time and this is bad. So we all watch those
0: ones like as if it's like a dis, like the the thing of it's like this this contains sex and violence and viewer discretion is advised. Oh, my God. I want did you have bravo i want to I, I want to watch the On racist TV? ones um the channel uh bravo yeah no we had bravo we had we had showcase we had yeah. um dude those just like those old school canadian content yes. channels yeah yeah yeah.
1: 10 o'clock or whatever yeah 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 this program um, may contain scenes of sexual content nudity. i mean
0: i mean most of the time it was just yes. like law and order or something
1: Man, um, I remember staying up so late just like for the chance of seeing a titty.
2: Yeah, sitting and there through was like, commercials and just like oh like
1: being like one, well, I might see it, I might see it, and then getting through the whole movie and it's just like there, n- n- there's nothing there. I'm like,
0: well, and there was some there was some bizarro programming. Like, yeah. like there was a show called Kink. Yes, I remember kink. Do you remember kink? Yeah. Where they, I only saw it for like a split second where it was literally like old middle-aged people like whipping each other. Yeah. It was just bizarre. But like it was it was couched kind of in um some some pretty like soft core sort of porno shit. No, we, we would have, I would like, I would go to my friend's house, my friend Austin, you know. Yeah. Talk to Austin about this. We uh, Having us over and he was like my one friend who had cable. Uh, and so we would stay up late in his attic and like, like watch the TV until the fucking titties came out yep. on Showcase. Yeah, yep,
1: and, and it was it was exciting. It was fun. It was like it was, it was, was, a, it was such a it was such a, it's such
0: a specific um generational thrill. I think yeah. that we're, I mean, it we're was like pre internet, pre internet access, like pre pre like you could know, it was either like that or you like figure out how to like. Uh, like buy porno magazines from the store. Yeah, I mean, would you, I found porno magazines in the woods. And that was always... The, everyone has stories about finding porno magazines <laughs> in the woods. It's like you would go to the woods with your porno magazines and jerk off and then I guess forget them there or like... <laughs> yeah. or, or maybe that's where people went to like get rid of them or something. I don't or know. Or maybe it's it's literally just like I, passing the torch. It's like maybe
1: yeah. one day we're going to be who like 50 and we will be like, wait a second, I understand my purpose, and we'll take our USB drive of porn and leave it in the woods for some child to find.
0: Well, no, I don't, I, don't, I mean, I think with the age of the internet, like, that whole tradition is probably over. It's done. Like, Like, you would go and, like, I, I kind of buy that. Like, you would go and, like, leave your old porno mags in the woods and then some kids would find them. Like, it seems to be, like, some sort of weird tradition that, like... But, you know, I, I kind of, I don't know, like... I'm kind of nostalgic for that. Like, I kind of want to go to the, you know, shoppers or convenience store or wherever you. Do you remember? Do you remember magazine stores? Yeah, yep. they existed. Yep, dude. I when fuck They're, it was and probably and they were and they were cool. Like yeah. you could you would read like you could find all of these different like literal publications about like mm-hmm. anything and like You're still get there was the like, airport the, like the golf section barely. But like there was a there's a magazine store in, 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 in Vancouver called Does Your Mother Know it was called Does Your Mother Know? <laughs> and it was a magazine store. And they had a whole porno section, they had a whole but they had a whole art section, they had like a photography section, they had all huh. like I would this is like when, you know, um in the old naive days uh with Austin and Jake and we would like um be buying um uh like those music like Mojo magazine. I'm like reading art, like the latest article about Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Ooh, cool! Um, and they do their like, like fifth Bob Dylan issue that month or whatever. Yeah. But it was it was a crazy thing, and so but like I I am kind of nostalgic for, porno magazines. I kind of want to get some and just have them in the bathroom as just like as like a lark. I think I think I think Playboy is kind of done. I don't think Playboy really does.
1: I think they stopped posting
0: nudes. I don't think they do nudes anymore, but like yeah. I, I would love to just get a bunch of porno mags and just like put them in the bathroom. And so Dude, <laughs> anyone, anyone yeah. I have some over, Yeah. Go, like, to, the, like go to the flea whatever. market and get some like, like s- some old house issues, yeah. like seventies. Hu- yeah, exactly. That would be fucking cool. Yeah. I actually, f- yeah.
1: I, I was having, you know, the same thought I was landscaping in my twenties. Um, This is like right before I moved to Montreal And just, yeah, this thought of like, like I had a smartphone on me, you know, it's like I could have just watched some porn on the internet, but I was like, man, I missed porno magazines. And I went to the store and I bought one. I think the only porno magazine I've ever bought as an adult, like in a store and uh, like just, you know, did, did the deed and it was like very nostalgic. It was like, do you ever, do you ever have nostalgic masturbations because i do not not yeah. always but sometimes i'm like i'll remember like a video that i saw when i was like 15 and i'll spend I have hours some of those, trying to I have, find
0: it i have some of those old videos i kept them oh, i kept wow. and there's there's porn stars that i like like i found when i was a teenager like it's literally the first porn i've ever seen one of them is a heather heather hunter video
1: heather hunter she wait like the blowjob the, the deep throat queen
0: uh no, no, no! You're, no, thinking, was uh, you're thinking of Heather Harmon, who, yeah. uh, or quote unquote, Heather Brooke, which is actually a misnomer. Wow, That's not yes. really her name. Oh my God! But she the was Lime one Wire of the two. She was one of the two. Also, she's back. By no the way, way. no way. She's like reinvigorated. It seems like a little bit half-hearted. I don't think. Right. I think maybe like they like ran out of money. But like she's like middle-aged now. She's like uh-huh. in her late thirties, and she's like make. She got huge fake. She's got to be older implants. than late
1: thirties, dude.
0: No, she's like in her forties for sure. But she's yeah. got like big fake breast <laughs> implants. Right. And is like kinda old looking and is she's a mil- and with the same her husband with like that giant dick. Yeah. That, like beautiful cock that she just like deep throws. <laughs> like uh and then Good for that. But but y I like funny enough, like having her like I guess reboot her career has also like rebooted all these like um like internet porn streaming people who've like re uploaded all of all of her old videos right which are which are actually great like she was actually like the pioneer of like amateur Amateur. yeah amateur pornography like she was one of the only people that really broke through from that era like like um like early no one else was doing it
1: consistently and i think it was and i think it probably had
0: something to do i think her husband i think her husband like knew about the internet i think that's what it is right or something like that. Like one of them was a, like understood like web design. And they was able to like create a website as difficult as that was. Like like back in the day or whatever. She had
1: a website and it was all over. It was Lime i
0: IDeepthroat.com. It was all over yeah. LimeWare. It blew yeah. up. She became like super famous. Like it's kind of sad because she probably actually didn't really make as much money as she should have.
1: No, because I mean she wasn't in anything, any studio shit.
0: No, no studio shit, but like, and definitely not making the like the streaming money that if she was, it's if she was to be born into this generation (laughs) of like, porn when she was like in her like twenties or whatever, she would be a millionaire like for sure. But like the fact that she's like restarting this whole thing and trying to cash in, like, but it's not, it doesn't really work. She's kind of not really hot anymore, and like, like there's there's like milfy porn stars. It's not like you're not like hot once you're past a certain age or something. It's just like literally you just like the charisma like the sexual charisma just is kind of gone I, I also I should recheck in maybe she's super successful actually I'm well who mass. fucking knows really, but I like really
1: know. it's, it's it's like being a football player or something like you if you're gonna do that when you're young yeah. you've got to kind of have a plan otherwise you're just gonna be it's this cliche of like the worn up worn out Football player, or the worn-out sex worker. Well, the, it's
0: like the the uh, the athlete. Like it's like you're not gonna be pretty forever. So invest. So make some money, invest, and then you know whatever. Get but, out while know, the get also, also fucking brandy. Love is still making pornos. Like really, I think so. Or you get into like directing, produce. Like yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like for some people, you either you kind of like love the industry or you. And you figure it out, or, or like Asa Akira, for example, like she's now married, she has children, she's like does not like perform the way she used to, but she has an OnlyFans or she like shows her tits and like rubs her pussy Dude, and stuff. Dude, I've seen
1: some some like uh um like there's like websites that calculate how much like OnlyFans performers make, and it's fucking insane. Like there's people who only do like like tasteful nudes, like. Mm-hmm not hardcore or anything they're making like, like tens of thousands of dollars a month
0: people are so y- thirsty yeah like, like like they're come town on patreon making 40 grand a month like or more probably by now that's so crazy but i can like, get that like, for a like, podcast
1: look, but like why would i pay a 20 dollars a month subscription? it's it's the it's the um it's parasocial relationship thing it's, a, relationship it's thing, parasocial
0: sh- it's parasocial but it's also like um a lot of them are very smart like look up um give you your phone handy yes do you know I mean, you probably know this person already but like uh she's she's a, like a Montreal influencer and her name is Cita Payette. Cita, like S-I-T-A? Sita Payette.
1: Sita like S I T A
0: S I T A P A Y E T T E.
1: Yeah. Sita Payette. Uh okay yeah she's hot.
0: She's hot she's hot. I uh, she, like Valentine's Day was like uh only fans discount ten dollars a month, so I signed up, and it's like you can look at her tits.
1: It's eighteen
0: dollars a month. That's the standard price, but she did a discount it. Jeez. So when I when it was eighteen, I was like, "That's too expensive." I don't need. Really, I can see tits anytime, but I also like you follow them on Instagram. You kind of like feel like you kind of it's exactly it's like parasocial, like you kind of know them and so then it's like oh ten, okay 10 bucks for a month i'm like okay like i, I actually i'm curious i want like it sets up that like curiosity i'm like okay what is this okay, what 10 bucks for a burger why not I'm, yeah exactly i'm like okay well like you're hot can i and you know what it was worth it she's Good hot stuff. I, yeah great stuff and she's t- tasteful in nudes she's hot she's cool um i don't really give a shit about tasteful nudes I I didn't think I did either until <laughs> I subscribed to OnlyFans and it was just like I was like, you know I've also been very bored lately. It yeah. was just like became like a little a little ray of sunshine in my day.
1: That's nice.
0: Yeah. How you uh,
1: how you doing? What what uh what's what what's up? You bored lately? Any more um, sunshine other than OnlyFans?
0: No, l- lately I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I mean, you know, I know we we you know, we've we've been I've been You want to talk water. about
1: it? Um, I mean,
0: we could, like, I don't, I was debating, I was thinking about whether we should get into it on the pod or not. I don't, I don't know. What I don't want is like, you know, I, I think it's so unlikely that like Rachel's going to listen to this. So like, just
1: a heads up, there's no, there's no listeners from Toronto. I check our stats. <laughs> no one has ever listened from Toronto. Um, yeah. but which is odd because I'm sure you've listened from Toronto.
0: Yeah, I for sure have. Um, we
1: talked about my porn career last time. That's true.
0: Do you feel like you you need a little tip for tat? No. Oh, you're making me want to smoke a cigarette. Damn it. <laughs> um. No. Um. I mean. At the end of the day, like, no, no, like, I guess, I guess what I was going to say though is like, you know, my, you know, what I don't want is Rachel to, for whatever reason, hear like, Andrew was like talking about your relationship on this podcast and shows, so she'll go back and listen and then like hear something that she doesn't want to hear. There's like five episodes uh, of that. Uh, probably, <laughs> like, there's probably lots of shit. Anyway, um, so, but like, what I can say is just like, yeah, I went through a breakup. It sucked. It was, it's like, breakups are terrible and I and like interestingly like I've never really been through one of them yeah you know it was my first time it was my first big relationship and then it was my first like big breakup on the flip side of that and like um so I went through that but also like within the context of like a bizarro polyamorous setup where like plus I also COVID. Just have I also just and COVID I also just like have another girlfriend too so it's not like oh you break up and then you're just like single it's like I have this other relationship that exists and is dope and is great, and like I'm super happy. But, like, I made the whole decision to end this other one kind of aside. Like, I was like, okay, I'm out west, I'm by myself. I'm like, not, I'm like in BC with my parents, literally just having space and asking myself is this what I want? And I'm like, it's like that little penny drops and you're like you for whatever reason, like I'm a pretty analytical guy. Like usually before I make any kind of like big decision, it's like I've thought it through and it's like, well, for this reason and this reason and this reason I need to do this, 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 and this. But in this case it was like just like a weird deep gut knowledge that this thing wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And once that penny dropped, I was like, I don't want to bullshit anyone, and waste anybody's time, and it it pains me to hurt someone you, I love. But that's the most admirable approach. I've told you that before,
1: but it's like. But that's what it is, and once you know, yeah,
0: and like, so right, what I've been going through now is like, you know, analyzing it and thinking about like, how did we get here? How did I get here? Et cetera, et cetera, and you know, it is crazy, but like, I'm also kind of realizing like, there's not. It's one of those things that you kind of can't really explain the same way you can't really explain why you fall in love with someone you also yeah. can't really explain why you fell out of love with someone. you just kind of knew that it wasn't right, you know, and doesn't mean it doesn't even mean you don't love them anymore it just yeah. means like this is over
1: i mean you know? I don't know if it if it helps or not, but this is just the truth for me i I still think about people that I've broken up with in the past and I go through these, you know in French we'd say les pensées d'escalier, like the stairway thought, you know, like yeah. like the, the the very, very kind of macro version of like, you know, what you would have said to someone like as you're walking down the stairs away from them. Like, oh shit, I should have Right. You know, I get that all the time. In fact two nights ago I had this the this dream about this ex and I like broke up with sarah and like you know called her like it it at least for me it doesn't go away and that probably doesn't help to hear but no, but I, I also kind of
0: I, I think i inherently kind of know that like yeah i i i, meant I, also, anything. I, I also don't want it to go away like yeah. you know i don't know my my dream is that we kind of follow in the footsteps of like you and elise like yeah off like you know Probably fun relationship, but then shitty breakup, and then, and then like rough, rough patch, but then friendship.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, we're and, really, really lucky to have that, and you know, it's it's interesting because we it's don't rare, talk but it's also it. obvious. Well, that's, also, I mean, that's also maybe
0: that's obvious. I don't know, but <laughs> it's just like. But I, you know, but no, it was, like, I remember, I remember like the phase when you guys were starting, starting to just like, hang, and it was also, it was probably also just like. Well, look, this is where our friends are. <laughs> yeah. So let's just yeah. get used to being around each other. And yeah. also, what do, you, what do we have to say? Yeah. Like, uh, you're with Sarah, she's with whoever, and then...
1: There's like, nothing to like, say.
0: Like, it's fine. Like, yeah. like... There's not and it's not like there's nothing to say in like a shitty way it's like there's literally nothing to say yeah. it's like we're we're good, we're buddies like yeah. we can like hang on to the good parts of each other that like yeah. work for ourselves, you know, so have you guys I'm, talked since uh we had one other one other phone call um which was a little which was good, and then um I think she she reached out and she was like, can you talk and so we it was like um like a little more uh like in depth than like the first call was just like super adrenal and we were both just like freaking out. How long was and that next, first call? Like 45 minutes. Yeah. And then the next call was like an hour and a half. And But like initially, but she was just reaching out to be like, um, like how are you? Like she was asking how I was right. You know, that's which, nice, which was nice. And like, I don't know, kind of not what I was maybe expecting, but also like felt right. Like we're also just like, we also, genuinely care about each other like five years is a long time it's a long it's a long time we and we are genuine we are friends like we also like you know well, like it was like it, which was also like so why it was so confusing was like i have genuine affection for this person and nothing's wrong like you're mm-hmm. not a shitty person you don't, you don't even upset me mm-hmm. i just have a sinking feeling that this isn't meant to be a thing and once I n- really knew that and believed it and felt it, and I feel it to this day, I'm like, okay. So now it's now we're in that spot of, like, taking space and, like, letting it settle, and it's a fucked-up thing. It really is, because, like, she didn't... I don't think she really saw it come, Like, she, like, sensed that, like, things were weird or whatever, but, like, I don't think anticipated the, like, sharp fucking cutoff.
1: Do you think that she has some respect for your both, I guess your decision and your, the the way that you did it.
2: Um, I mean, I don't know what she's going through right now. Yeah.
0: I have no idea. I'm sure like if, if she's, but like the, the truth is like, if she knew what I was going through and thinking and feeling like, there's no doubt that she would want what I decided
2: yeah um.
1: it's hard not to be like selfish though from both perspectives and like it, it, like it's just natural like breaking up with somebody is selfish is a maybe not the right word but that's kind of what it is but like you're you're doing something out of your own self-interest because you need to do what's right for you but then from the other side it's like you know if you're if you're upset it's breakups are so insane i mean relationships are just insane like obviously insane. like insane. Yeah. you have to like you can't not be upset with somebody for for dumping you for breaking up with
0: you because like, it's not what it's not what you wanted and it's exactly. like somebody and it's 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 like but it's a thing of like and that's what relationships are and why it's so fucked up is like it's like it's like two two people independent souls mm-hmm. wrapping themselves together and then all of the risks and things that go along with that like and then and then if someone if one of them is like i don't want to do this anymore it's like it's going to cause the other one so much pain yeah and yet the person making that call is not doing anything wrong
2: no they're
0: Nor well are... within well well within their rights to make that call if that's what the, if that's what their truth is and yet making that decision is going to cause someone so much pain yeah and I, and that's the fuck like what was so hard for me i was like i know i didn't do anything immoral but i also know that by making this choice i'm causing someone i love like so much pain yeah and sadness and that's but also like
1: and not intentionally I, but, so and obviously not intentionally, but, but also
0: but also knowing that like i i know that it it ultimately is for the best like if i was to, if i was to ask them in theory like would do you want to stay in a relationship with someone that isn't doesn't see things the same way and doesn't want to be in a relationship with you obviously they would say no yeah. and like would want that that brutal truth so it's like I don't know. The way I feel now, the way I've put it to myself is like, I feel good. I feel good. As in, I feel like good as, because living in, this sounds fucking stupid, but like to live in truth feels good. It's not
1: stupid. No, it's not stupid at all. I think a lot of people don't do that.
0: And to live in, to live in truth feels good. And so what this is right now is just a sad truth
2: yeah
0: and that's that's how i've kind of reconciled both feelings of like i feel relieved i feel good but i also feel very sad yeah um so i just put it that way it's a sad it's just a sad truth and I, you know you you hate making people you love suffer like it sucks and you're trying like god like it's the worst it's fucking sucks and like i'm also the one who's like uh i chalk myself up to like being in the position of like wanting to or you like i'm used to being dumped i'm used to right. like i i'm used to having like the self-esteem issues of like ooh, like you like having a girl be like uh, i'm actually not that into you about bye hmm. so i'm like that's my comfort zone is being dumped so to be in the position of actually making the decision to call things off it's like, harder i'm not it's it's uh, i don't know what's i don't know which one is harder for me, in this time, I'm like I'd rather be dumped than do this right now because this fucking sucks.
1: That was the same. With, also with my experiences too, man. I I've, if I'm gonna call them long terms, uh, I've been dumped twice, and I've dumped someone once, um, and the being the dumper was the hardest because yeah there's so many things you need to reconcile and it's just like you're hurting someone else and by doing so you're hurting yourself it just makes it so hard and listen that's why you, I you're really admire that your, you're your, like you said living in your truth because it's very difficult to do that You objectively you would think it's easier just to you know t- realize that you're not doing something that is um you know going to last necessarily or going to make you happy forever and so you make the decision to stop but it's actually easier at least for a time to not end things you know you're
0: not ruffling
1: any feathers you're
0: not like day to day it's way easier to yeah. do nothing yeah to just play along until until your day-to-day becomes unbearable which is what happened yeah and then i was like i'm gonna get the fuck out of here i'm going back to bc and then it was it was really having that space and like just time by myself and like really uh, really reevaluating everything maybe this is an impossible question to answer
1: but do you think that you would have come to the same realization had you not Kind of established a relationship with this other person,
0: well, I mean that's the million dollar question, right and, yeah uh, like yeah, no, it's impossible to divorce that from the context of everything um the way I see it and believe it and is if it if it wasn't her, it would have been someone else, right and if it wasn't someone else it would have been just a weirder confusing situation down the road which yeah. would have been way shittier yeah so on the on, on a superficial level like there is the narrative of like ooh, you've just met someone that you liked better and you dumped your like girlfriend of five years for this like cool new thing still uh, fair
1: but yeah i get where you're coming from
0: i mean people do that shit every day but like yeah. i it was important for me to like at at the very least get to the bottom of even just, even if that's true to like on one level, at least get to the bottom of what this is really about. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it was like, and this is still something I'm like thinking about and processing and figuring out. It's still fresh. It it, it also is like an intuitive, just feeling where it was like, it, it, and this is the only way I can, I can, I can put it is like, and it, like, this was my first big, my big, first big relationship, right? Mm. So it was like, I'm burping all over the place. Me um, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like, I just didn't realize, like for all of the amazing things about this one relationship to actually realize, oh, I never felt at home. Hmm. That's literally the only word I can use to describe what I was feeling. And the feeling is so much bigger than any word I could really use. But it's like, if I'm going to, like, have a long-term partner, fuck Jesus, if I'm going to, like, I don't know, move in with or, like, have a life with, yeah, I need to feel at home. And as much as I love you, as much as we've had amazing times together, and I think you're awesome, I don't feel at home here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't feel totally free. I don't feel like I can speak my dirty mind. <laughs> and I met someone that I did feel that way around. And then it kind of showed it kind of revealed that to me.
2: Yeah, you can't and go back like, from that.
0: And I kind of once it's like that bell that can't be unrung kind yeah. of. So, I did get to the point where I was like, all right, if this other thing, like this new thing, okay if this relationship ends tomorrow she dumps me mhm my decision actually still stands yeah cuz i i it got it put me to the point where i'm like all right if i'm going to fucking be someone's boyfriend this is the my stand my new standard yeah and i i didn't realize i wasn't getting this so
1: a lot of people I never hope- realize that Dude, think yeah. of like think think of all I mean who's to say, you know, what what our parents have actually gone through. But you know, our folks are are still together. And like I don't know. My 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 grandparents sl- had t- separate bedrooms. Um and I was always told it was because my my grandfather I I,
0: I, I actually I'm actually into that idea. I'm into separate bedrooms
1: that's cool. <laughs> I I know I I know a few people my age that you know do the same thing and great. But and so maybe that wasn't what it was for my grandparents, but like regardless of them in particular, like so many people just coast and kind of give up and it's like almost too much of a hassle to like you know, they had kids together and they're in a house together and they're, they're kind of stuck in this fucking situation. Yeah. And either they just coast until they die or they become like family annihilators and kill their fucking wife and kids. Like just it's we're I think we're lucky to be living in a time where uh we can kind that of, like it, it, it's respectable to make these kind of decisions for yourself. You know, like you've got to do this. Yeah, I mean,
0: and also, like you know, we live in a hyper individualistic society to the point where it was a fundamental philosophy of our relationship is like we weren't sacrificing our individuality by being in relationship. Hence, yeah. the open relationship. Yeah, you know, and I've I've kind of since learned that. Oh, you actually get a lot by sacrificing your individuality. Uh, like what do you mean by, by that? Give, I mean by giving yourself up to another person, by giving up your freedom, by giving mm-hmm. up um, your your sense of self in a certain way, giving up your own comfort, giving up your own whatever. It's like once you once you give that up, you're actually weirdly liberated in a lot of Ways like in relationship, it's like pretty clear because like also someone's giving themselves up to you, but it's right. also like that that this beautiful thing of like both of you just giving yourselves up to th- serving the greater thing.
1: Yeah, and maybe it's a semantics thing, and but it's, I, and it I might would be say like it's it not might be, giving uh, yourself up, but it's like uh, kind of offering yourself to, you know, it's like. I don't feel like, like a, I've sure. given anything up right being in a in a monogamous no. relationship for six years, um but I totally get what you're saying i, I completely
2: but like, agree. It,
0: but, then, but then you can you can take it out of relationship and 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 turn it on into politics right um I don't know if you watched this is like the fucking cool thing to watch now is like Adam Curtis uh, documentary can't get you out of my head
1: Wait, he has a new one he has a new one. The last one I saw was hyper normalization, and I loved it. He just he
0: dropped a new one like week, like a few days, like a couple weeks ago or whatever. Is it three hours long? It's six parts. Oh yes. Each part is like an hour, and then the last part is two hours. Oh my god! It's so good. Oh, it's so fuck. good. But like, what's it, it called? Uh, it's called "Can't Get You Out of My Head: An Emotional History of the Modern World."
1: Oh my god!
0: It's fucking. You will fucking love it. Just like s- roll a fat joint and just. You'll if you want to kill six hours, six, seven hours, like...
1: It's called I Can't Get You Out of My Head? Yeah. Amazing. Sorry, yeah. go on.
0: No. So, but his point is this cult of individ- individualism, which has kind of existed since, like, the 60s, of, like, my own personal self-expression, my freedom as an individual, my personal politics, my, fr- like, personal... Like individual freedom is paramount, which I actually believe in. Yes, because I'm a you know a, a person of my time, and I actually believe in individualism, and I like believe in individual liberty and freedom. But he, he Adam Curtis, is great because he he kind of describes uh, the like what ends up being the, the 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 limitations of that, and what you actually sacrifice when you when you uh subscribe to individualism which is ultimately like the death of collective effort
2: Mm. and
0: he kind of talks about how like politics doesn't really exist anymore and like there's no real political movements anymore there's no one's really like like the what you look back at like the 70s, the 80s, the 70s, the 60s, the 50s, the 40s. You go back and it's like, oh, there actually is like a like a progression of culture, but like now it's like this feeling that like we're just kind of spinning our historical wheels. Yeah. And it's because in 1992 politics just surrendered so much power to the financial world. Yep. And politics and finance. Why 1992 specifically? Because it was actually Bill Clinton signing lots of bills with the finance world. Right. He kind of gets into it. But, like, at that point, it became politics and government and the power structures that exist became about more, like, how do we just manage individualism? Huh. How do we just manage this? Instead of, like, moving it forward to something different. Like, the idea of, like, the politician being like, give me your vote and I will take you somewhere. It's more like how do we just like manage the status? Everybody wants quo.
1: to get what they want, and what and what, I, and what they out. want
0: ends up being just like fucking chilling and Netflix and chill. Like that's kind yeah. of what everyone wants. Yeah, and that's all we get. And so then he anyway, I don't want to spoil the thing. He gets into like what the future could possibly hold, and he like he gives a long history of like china and compares american cultural culture to chinese culture and where they've gone but i will say it seems like kind of the
1: exact opposite
0: it i mean it it kind of is um but it's it 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 does end on what i would interpret as an optimistic note which is there are worlds that have yet to be created that we don't even we can't even imagine yet and we can actually get out of it. And he 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 says amazing things about like, imagine if like Google and Facebook and these big tech giants that we imagine run the world. Imagine what if they're actually not that powerful?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What if Is we're actually a, what if we're actually kind of free to do whatever we want? We are. We we think that like Facebook runs everything, and we're being brainwashed and like like advertised to and stuff like this. It's like those people just mostly just care about making money. Like they're not trying to yeah. really control people like the control is a
1: a side effect
0: the control is a side effect but like these that that algorithmic model can't really give you a, a vision of the future it can only work off of your previous behavior yeah it can only take what you've done up until this point and then offer you something they can't actually give you a vision of the future they can only say like, "Oh, you you seem to be into working out. Do you want this pull up bar <laughs> that someone just invented?" It's not like so, but then we think that that's the beginning and end of of life. But then, it yeah. Anyway, am I thinking I, I, about I, the
1: future, it, like I I am hard pressed to have a positive outlook on the future, and it's um. You're right, <clears throat> in that you know whether they're talking about Facebook or Google or whatever they don't run things, however it's uh th- that's that's my kind of world right now, and maybe it's just like the covid thing where like I'm not able to connect on any other level than online yeah uh that it that it it seems more real online seems more real than ever like yeah. before covid uh for like a couple years like I wasn't on facebook I like I still don't have the app but like you know I had to use it for for promotional stuff for kind of you know the diving bell and blizzards and da 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 but I would go out every night and I would meet people and talk to artists and see like what was actually really going on at least in my community and now I'm not getting that, and it's uh, it's depressing. Like I'm I'm I'm, yeah, I'm depressed it, right now. Yeah,
0: no, same same here, man. Like I I remember like when I when I went home, I like uh I went through a serious depression. And I'm not a, I'm not a depressive guy. Like I'm yeah. really not. Like I've got my my chemicals in my brain are pretty healthy. Like. Yeah. But I remember just being fucking depressed and it, like a lot of that came from like, what is the, what is the vision of the future or lack thereof? Like, where are we going? Like, yeah, we, and, and
1: see, and, and, and so just like, and so like, but, I thought yeah.
0: like what I, what, like, and I was like, I see no future. I see like a, like a technocracy. I see like us just being like oppressed in this very brave new world sense of the, term oppressed where it's like comfortable like we were comfortable and yet and yet we're like it's a very comfortable prison but it is a prison and then what i got out of this adam curtis documentary is that it's just the quote that he starts the whole thing with which is from some fucking writer or whatever he's like "The, the the dark hidden truth is that the world is what we make it and we can make it differently yeah you can, and you can. And, and he predicts a, a movement of people unplugging and actually getting in touch with the real world. Because what what American culture is and Western culture is over the past, like, five fucking years is just, like, hysteria. Yeah. Like, the Epstein debacle, Donald Trump's presidency, everything. It's just, like, whip, whips everyone into the state of hysteria, and yet... And then you look back onto the five years and you realize, oh, nothing's actually happened. Yeah. Everything's kind of fine, and yet we're all paranoid and terrified.
1: Well, okay, I mean, sure, I agree with that, but also for us, right? So, like, we're not broke straight white dudes in Canada. There's something to be said for that. And so, you know, not necessarily saying that like Trump in particular uh, or like the Epstein debacle in particular made it more worse for people who aren't us than than before. But. We're definitely. Quote unquote, blessed to be uh, able to have that thought that like nothing
0: really happened, don't you think? E. He- yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah, of course, I, it's that's a very privileged statement, blah, blah, blah. But I I guess I like, and Adam Curtis does frame things from his own upper, whatever, middle class British. Hello, I'm going to tell you a story about the culture that I you live in. I love his narration. Here we are. He's very comforting. But yeah. like, um, y- yes, but
2: uh,
0: I guess, I guess I'm just adopting his kind of widescreen view and then comparing our time to every like every other time in history it's like all these other times in history of course like it's like this battle of the poor versus the Mm -hmm. uh, um the underclass versus the privileged class etc etc these things go you know but like you but like in terms of like legitimate movements which is what he's talking about is like you can actually look at the American civil rights movement and then you can compare that to the modern day black lives matter movement and how these things play out and what they actually mean and what they actually stand for and how at the time the civil rights movement was actually changing things. Whereas now this modern day version of it kind of seems to just affect, um, you see corporate elites adopting these social justice movements it's and fucking continuing to just so make untold amount of money, and it has nothing to do with actually making life better for the working no, class. not at all. And you know, I, I, you know, yes, I'm privileged. I'm also, I'm fucking blue collar. I'm working class. I don't, you know, yeah. life is good for me. Like, I can afford to have a podcast. Cool, whatever. But like, I'm a house painter. Like, that's my job. Other than yeah. that, I'm like an actor. Maybe I'll get famous and make some money somewhere, or maybe we'll make some podcast, patron money, whatever. At the end of the day, we're like, we have to work to survive. Yeah. That's what like the working class is. So, uh, yes, there's privilege. I heard a great fucking line, uh, which was like a, a, a critique of like identity politics, which actually kind of landed on me where it was like, you can kind of identify as anything nowadays, except, whatever class you're in right you cannot identify as middle class you simply are
1: (laughs) yeah that's true
0: you can't identify as working class or you can't identify as like ruling class you simply are just are and it's like (laughs) that's that's the truth of it I I don't know I look at I look at looking at things in terms of economic status seems to be actually the way to understand a lot of these social justice issues a lot of it is class based
1: that I think think so too and it's it's whether it's got to be if it's not intentional at least it's opportunistic but the like kind of othering that people have due to race or sexual orientation or all that kind of stuff it really just you look at it from kind of a bird's eye view and it's all the same lower working class people it's like don't you think against each other
0: like for all the problems that black people face in america don't you think a lot of them would be solved if they just all had health care yes if we all had healthcare,
1: yes, and I think a lot of the the arguments that like the what white nationalists make about you know immigrants and and people of color taking their jobs wouldn't be shouted if they had fucking healthcare and job security, like n- like millionaires, billionaires, what like whatever whatever kind of higher class you you wanna you wanna talk about. They're they're they don't care if like this millionaire is black or gay. Th- like that stuff doesn't matter wh- when you have I that mean, much if money. If he's
0: gay, at least it'll be clean. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like it's 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 all the yeah. fuck it's like ninety nine people fighting over that like one peanut while one guy has the other ninety nine. Like it's it's obvious and I fucking was really hoping and it's it's bound to happen. I, I believe it's it's got to happen because it's just a natural progression. But like it's the 10 – I think it's coming up on the 10-year anniversary of Occupy Wall Street. And I remember I didn't really get what that was about and um, only kind of retroactively – retrospectively did i adam curtis explained it to you (laughs) yeah i guess but like it it, it, now so more than ever like you know 10 years later seeing that like things have only gotten worse the divide has only gotten worse and yet somehow it seems like everyone's a little bit more placated
0: well there's a great there's a great meme where it's like i forget where i heard this where it's like some wall street executive looking at like the oncoming mob and it's like the different captions that it's like a new yorker cartoon like you could caption any number of different ways but it's like it's like the rich wall street executive like saying something to his assistant while like there's an oncoming like mob of protesters and the one that kind of hit me was it's like give throw them identity politics yeah
1: yeah, it's it's like, so, like I said. Whether and, it was and, intentional
0: and or not, it works. It's, it's the George Carlin bit where it's like keep the middle class and working class fighting with each other, so we can all run off with all the fucking money. Yeah, the poor are there just to scare the shit out of the working class, <laughs> yeah. keep them showing up at that at those jobs. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's complete and utter bullshit, and. It works because and I'm not uncomfortable enough yeah, to do anything it's, about it.
0: And, it's, and, it's, and it's, that, it's that classic dichotomy of like, do we really live in 1984? No, no we don't. We live in Brave New World. We live in Brave written, New World. Which is written before it where it's comfortable. We've got the feelies. And yet, and yet, there is, the, most people have their fucking brains running out of their ears and are watching The Masked Dancer. And then there's us who are like sort of aware and are like we're podcasting about it.
1: We're not any better.
0: We're not any. We're really not. But like there is, a, I, it's that thing of like, at least being aware of your bad habits is better than doing them unconsciously. Is it though? It's like the allegory of the cave. Like it's a little bit y- better. It's a little bit better. I think. I think it's slightly better because at least then there's that's will give you the step to something different. But it's better than, it's better to it's have a step worse, than to, though, to because
1: not. we, we know like we're, we're, we're aware of like the, the absurdity of it all. And we're not doing anything about it. I'm not doing but anything like, about okay, it.
0: But then, but then here's the thing. Like, what is, does that mean? Doing something about it? Starting a Marxist club where we think about like,
2: where else how does it start?
0: Oh, uh, I think, where else honestly, does it start? I honestly the only path forward I see is just be nice to your friends, be nice to your people in your community. and cultivate friendship, cultivate community relationships uh, with the people that are around you.
1: Right. So say yes daddy and uh enjoy it while it lasts. But listen, I'm I like I I I'm on or, the same
0: Or what else? Like like fucking like uh, also like life's not that bad like it's kind of dope that's what i'm saying it's just
1: okay enough that i'm not running into the streets trying to change shit because it's just okay enough i have internet i've got you know like
0: what's the thing that's gonna get you out of your seat and start protesting like
1: i don't know dude i'm a fucking pussy like, <laughs> s- seriously. Like, I, I, if if there was a, a a draft, I wouldn't, I would dodge that shit. Like, what would it take? I don't know. Like, me well, starving. It's, it's, also, it's also
0: just like, like, like human. I don't know. I'm just telling you the things. Like, you, you know, you can start spiraling and being like, oh my god, I should be fucking, fucking doing all the kinds of fucking shit and blah blah blah. At the end of the day, like, we're blessed with a life. It's gonna end. We'll be dead. What is yeah. what uh, we can? As- so we're in a spot where we can kind of ascribe whatever meaning there is. So yeah. if you can be a, a sum of particles that gained consciousness, isn't kind of the best thing to do to just love your girlfriend and yeah. be nice to her and have a dog and go for yeah. a walk and it is have some have some friends and have some laughs and then you die and like isn't like what I don't know what more there is. Maybe well, make some, maybe make some good art that makes means something to some people. That would be cool. Um, but beyond that, like, what are you doing? Like, you're gonna die. You're gonna be like nothing. Like, okay, this you're gonna is start a pol- the- you're gonna start a political movement. Okay, we've looked back at like a lot of political movements. Most of them lead to death and destruction. I think. I think small, we're comfortable under the boot. Small love to those around you actually is the most radical thing you can do.
1: I don't know if it's the most radical, but it's the most comfortable.
0: I think it's also the most meaningful. I think it's also the most meaningful.
1: It's meaningful, but then you see, you know, and it's so unfortunate that, like, the the, the most recent incarnation of this kind of person I can think of is Martin Luther King. But someone... Who decides not to do that? You know, to the detriment of their own personal safety and their own well-being, to try to change things for other people. I'm not that person, because you're right. I do think that it's like what my contribution to society is, and less so in COVID, I guess. But at least this is what my t- what I tell myself. You know, I have a a, a community arts space and i get people together making art and being happy and enjoying the present moment but fuck man i like feel like we like and i was thinking a lot about the occupy movement lately because it's coming up on the 10 years or maybe it's already happened i don't know but i was talking to austin about it and like the thing that i think what was important to that movement at the time was like no figurehead. Like this is a collective movement and there's no leader. And this is what's Mm -hmm. making what, this is what's so important about this movement. But I think ultimately that's why it failed is because there was no direction and there was no direction.
0: And and ultimately they had no vision of the future. Yeah. And so like they had no answers. They said like, they were like, fuck you guys. And they were right to say that. Yeah. But they also had no answer.
1: Yeah. But like if somebody came along and, I don't know, maybe it was you know, some alternate reality Greta Thunberg or or somebody, but just some kind of figurehead slightly less just,
0: annoying version of Greta Thunberg <laughs> yeah, that
1: just like made the decision to say like, "Hey, fuck this. Let's do something about it." I don't know. I think I would probably, you know, try to rally behind that.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think I think that's what I think that's what Bernie Sanders was trying to do. Yeah. Turned out, Bernie had no spine. um uh, I I I I think I I look positively towards the future. I think I think there is room for people with ideas to come in and start to ch- change things and move things forward. I have faith. I am weirdly optimistic. At, yeah, at the same at time, I
1: just want to stage. get a cabin in the woods. With my friends and live out the rest of my days. At the same time, I'm like, like nothing else has happened. I'm like,
0: uh, how am I going to make money and also be happy? That's my central problem in life right now. Yeah. Um, part of that seems to be like, like podcasting. It used to be There's some sponsors. It used to be acting. Uh, But like, I can't it really, sounds lately
1: like, that you're not really into that idea anymore.
0: Well, it uh, I okay, big news. M- me and a buddy just got like fun, like serious funding to make a play. Fuck yeah! We got like like G's on G's to like make a out like that. Remember, I did I tell you about like the Robin Hood show I was gonna do or to talk to me a bit about it. Anyway, we re- we applied for like OAC grant funding. And we got money, like we got serious money. Yep. So we're gonna be doing that so like that's that's cool it's like so like i don't know like that avenue is um there for me like i can still like figure out a way like to i don't know to be to me being an actor doesn't i don't love the audition grind like i'll do it and i'll book the things Mm -hmm. i do and like make that money but at the end of the day what i want to do is make plays yeah and i just got some money to do that which is awesome Um, I feel
1: like it's kind of – at least the people that I've talked to that are big into grants, it kind of seems exponential. Like, once you start getting some, you then use those in your future applications, and that can be – Yeah, and it's like a
0: snowball effect, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, I also, like, have just thought and thought and I've realized, and especially since COVID hit, I'm like, oh, podcasting is the shit. Yeah. And people make money doing it. Like, it's an actual – like, the same way, like, I could – like aspire to like make money as an actor in the show business like i might as well throw that energy into podcasting so do it
1: we're gonna to have to start telling people about it let's
0: do it we're gonna start telling I'm people assuming about you're it.
1: talking about our podcast well if you want to start
0: your own i'll back you it's my podcast i'm gonna st- like i kind of want to start like like five different podcasts yeah and just like see what works i think yeah. ours is like one of them and like I wanna keep doing this for sure. And yeah. also like I don't know, I wanna like sound you out about like what should like what do you want to do with this thing?
1: I do have Do you like been, do you like
0: keeping it like kind of small and like kind of like private or I don't care. I don't care. I you think you have no agenda. I,
1: I have no agenda and I've been recently listening back to like even like the first kind of <laughs> if we're talking about kind of um, eras, like the the first podcast in the post Trump era that we did, you know, after like f- four year hiatus, the the the, I, the return up the return up until that point, and then even like up until after the up until a couple weeks ago, I wasn't really listening back to old episodes because like I was kind of cringing and
0: like I I think they're but fucking, then I started doing it and they're great. The Mark Gypsy I, one, I enjoy them. The Gypsy Mark episode is a fucking. Great podcast episode. And like, I look back, I'm so proud of everything that we've done. Like, cause I think all the guests, everything, cause I actually see podcasting as a legitimate art form. Yeah. That is like still not explored to its fullest potential. Yeah. It's like, it's like radio, but like even pushed even further.
1: I just wonder how the fuck it gets out there you know so like we're 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 i don't know of anyone that became popular from their podcast i know people who were kind of you know they were at least had some kind of yeah. clout and started a podcast and then the podcast you know people knew them so it's, like, to it's, like, it's like a side effect that became facts. their thing yeah So, like how do you how do you get this out into the world yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that.
0: I mean, people, um, people do it. Like I I've heard podcasts where I'm like like uh, like okay, there's like podcasters that I'm like a fan of and they do, they would go on a show from someone and then they like the podcast that like their podcast sucks. Like the <laughs> audio is terrible. Uh like it's not that interesting. Like it's not bad, but it's like not great like it's nothing special and then like i have to like subscribe to their patreon yeah. and it costs five dollars and i look at their patreon and i'm like oh you like you make like even like two thousand dollars a month doing this and it's like i don't know i can't if help If anyone but, is listening, i can't help please i can't help but email
1: think... us at ejac podcast <laughs> at I, gmail.com
0: I can't help but think it's not that different than like the pornography industry
1: mm, no it's different because so when when Wait, I okay, started like, can, we, that. can we put
0: a pit in this and I need to pee
2: yeah
0: and then we're gonna like go down this road yes uh, but you need uh, do you need a topic or can you just just talk about your hair bleaching
2: experience I'll,
1: sure I'll talk about that okay <laughs> looking at myself in the little um, mini uh, window here I'm remarkably bald uh, a couple weeks ago I feel like my hair should be growing faster it was that long ago but uh woke up and kind of just had my hand over my hair and my partner was like oh you don't look that bad if you were bald, and I was like, "Okay, you know what? Call on your bluff, excuse me, and uh shaved my head all the way down to the grain and uh it's very freeing. My head isn't as weirdly shaped as I thought it was. I've got a kind of receding hairline anyway, so I figured it was uh worth seeing what it would look like if I needed to go bald and uh yeah. Weird time of the year to do it. My head's always very cold and then cut to last weekend. Uh, I have a friend who's a hairdresser and (laughs) came up as a joke that, uh, we should bleach my hair. And so, yeah, I did that. So now I'm kind of rocking the M and M look, but, uh, it's funny. I'm on zoom all day for work and not a single person noticed the bleach, which is kind of funny. Um, I don't know what that says about me or any of the people who are on Zoom all day, but uh, if anything, you can take this as a lesson that nobody gives a shit. If you're worried about going out with cat lint on you or like your shirt's not looking too fly or you don't have makeup on or whatever, it's all in your head. Nobody gives a shit. Everybody is too worried about their own shit to be concerned about (laughs) what you look like or what you're doing. So just do you. That's something I've been really, uh, you know, I struggle with my entire life is like trying to be genuine and, and not caring what other people think. Everybody does, but just say fuck you and do it if somebody calls you out on you just own it bleach your hair shave your head if anybody notices and they don't respect it then fuck them nobody cares nobody's paying attention nobody's ever going to notice no one's ever going to care nobody cares
0: that should be the name of our other podcast. <laughs> Nobody cares. That could be the name of this
1: podcast.
0: No, this one is You're So Baby.
1: It's, no. Man, I wish you okay. could see so I don't the know. usernames of SoundCloud listeners. Like, we like <sighs> the last episode we posted, we have like, 20 listens. Who are these people?
0: Are they bots? I wonder. I don't know. Like, I... I just had a like a like a bathroom thought. Pensé de caca, which is something you know. I think about like I'm a house painter. Like, I got paint houses. I'm really good at it. Yeah. I, I like, I'm like I don't I have no I have no ego about how good I am at house painting. Like, I just know that I'm good at it.
1: You're just good. Yeah. I'm just good,
0: and I also like I also don't care. Like I'm not really proud of my house painting ability. I've just like done it for years, so I'm good at it. Um. So like. I don't also I'm not hired a lot, but like now the trick is if people knew how good I was, they would want to hire me and pay me good money to do my trade. So it's like, how do how do I make people just know that they want to hire me? Instagram, which becomes but that becomes like the dude thing. So I would apply the same logic to like, I think our podcast is dope. Yeah, me too. I love you. I love me. But also, like our conversations, especially back in the day, like those guest episodes were like, those were fucking fun as shit. Dude, so
1: uh, once we get our guests back, yeah. I'm
0: not saying that this is the dead zone,
1: but like this no, is a no, no, uh, no. warm up for guest guest but it, time. But it's
0: definitely like it's the diehard fans listening at this point. But but I will say, like, I think it's gr- I think it's a great podcast. I, I I would listen I would listen to this podcast if I wasn't me or you didn't know either of us. I would listen to it. It's fun. And I, have, I would have ambition for it. But it's, then it becomes just a question of, like, internet marketing. Like, how do, you, how do you sell a product on the internet that you know is good? It becomes a, a marketing question. And that's a, that's a field that like, I don't understand. I don't understand uh,
1: it either. But I've had some ideas. And yeah. I think I think you'd need some money behind it unfortunately the, the i mean some if somehow you could do it organically sure the issue is that it's audio only it's 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 its greatest weakness in terms of marketing but it's just great its strength in its form you know like the, it, it's an audio art form but how do you promote like uh, in listening I also love to the we're, uh, cast, we're,
0: we're having conversations like on the air that should, we should just be like talking on the phone about <laughs> About like no no no
1: but th- this is the nature of our podcast <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah th- this is why I would listen to someone talk. else's podcast no we have we, we have some good phone calls but it's no, better no, to no. just get it down yeah. Um. but like I can imagine if there was some kind of video content Maybe okay. I don't know. Maybe the next one we record, uh, our faces or whatever, just so that there's some video aspect. But I, in listening to these old podcasts, dude, there, there's some gems. There's some sound bites, like thirty it's, second bites it's that are beautiful. I would. There's some beautiful I would, shit. I would share. Yeah. I would click on that if I knew what it was. that's the thing because like i'm with you i would listen to a podcast like this if i didn't know us but i don't know where i would find it and so i'm of the mind that like what makes this podcast cool is because nothing exists out there like that but maybe there's a hundred of them but just no one knows about it they're all in the same
0: state that ours is we need to start thinking strategically we need we need some like semi-famous guests we need to get your brother on, I think if your brother was just a guest, yes. and we like did the episode where like we just like got into you and your brother's like family drama. we recorded that and, and so we should just post it and like tag well, you fucking... have the recording N- I don't do I Yeah,
1: you recorded it on your zoom. that was the only no, 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 no. in Toronto no no, no, no,
0: your brother recorded it on his on his zoom. I didn't have <laughs> really? a zoom at that point. Right. So I, I don't mean, think
1: that's the one that, that should be the one, but
0: no, but like your, your, your brother like does this for, he has a podcast that like gets like a hundred thousand views. Like you ha we have yeah. to just like exploit every fucking possibility and do it. Cause we know we're yeah. good, but you know, uh, you know, also just like, sh- like your brother does this for a living. He makes YouTube videos and he makes podcasts and he makes very good money doing it. So mm-hmm. if we could just like let him know, like, Yo, like this is what we're doing. Be a yeah. guest, like let's get into your family drama. Like let's do the yeah. you're so baby episode where like you that's guys what it you is. guys like <laughs> fight as brothers, and I like the media like <laughs> yeah. do a fun episode that way. You know, a, a rehash somehow of the, <laughs> the t- last time. We did yeah, it. and then if he just tags us, bam, we've got like ten thousand subscribers. I don't know. No, that's a really good point that's a really good point uh did i tell you i went on his podcast? I, also don't, I also don't want to exploit your brother or like force him to like make us successful but also i feel like he's your brother we should, he should be like looking out for you and like throw you a <laughs> fucking bone of like well regardless
1: know. of throwing a bone i think that it's the natural progression uh like we're moving through everyone we know to be a guest on this podcast we need jake we need arthur we need sarah yeah uh i got a few people that I've gotten the backlogs as well that I want on it's uh so when you ask like what what my kind of uh, I you know goal for this podcast is I would love to make it a thing that we could have some money from uh in addition to that the goal is kind of exactly what we said in the first episode which is now actually coming to pass, listening back to those episodes, which is I want to have a catalog of my tr- and your train of thoughts that I can listen back to as an older person. And as an yeah. already older person compared to those first episodes, Yeah, I'm getting what i wanted out of those original 100 no, it's
0: like it's like a it's like a um like a three-hour audio photograph of a moment in time dude
1: and like this is a i maybe just like a, a cliched roganism but the art your form... headphones
0: do suck you need new ones
1: what sorry why can you hear yourself through them
0: no they just look dorky <laughs> 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 it might be
1: my bald head. But no. the the sorry, art sorry, sorry. form a- allows you, like like, I've got countless, tens of thousands of photos and short video clips on my phone. None of which do any justice to who I was or who the people were that I was around at that moment in time. No. Nothing. But to have, like, a fucking three-hour conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah with alana or insert guest here like
0: yeah just like peripheral like kind of friends that we get to know better mm-hmm. by talking to them and like they're they're but also like we'll agree with you. we need some
1: we need some we need some
0: uh d-listers i'm i'm at a point where we need some d-listers your brother's definitely a great d-list option <laughs> yeah uh i you know i i guess i'm at a point now where i'm like yes we could keep doing this forever and it'd be fun cool whatever I'm also like I'm I'm in I'm literally in show business like I'm an actor I went to theater school I'm trying to like so what are you asking me for do something dude and we're doing it right now (laughs) uh pursuing an a career in the entertainment industry so and now I see I honestly see like this shit as like all I'm asking for is like an audience yeah I would like to do it for someone and not like just us
1: Yo, just, so, Polizanta, go uh, into the square with, like, uh, at YSB or whatever the fuck, and uh, one listener at a time. Don't you, like, what the hell? You're in show business. Don't you know any do-listers we could talk to?
0: Yeah. No, for sure. We could. We could do it. We could do anything we want.
1: No, but do you know any any, any people that would
0: help? Uh, I mean... <sighs> The idea is like oh we we're going to talk to like other Toronto podcasters who I I, I have no interest in. Not in, even in podcasters, any
1: of them. just and you know, I guess you kind of need the podcast sphere. They need to already be listening to a podcast to want to listen to another podcast. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't want just like a, an actor or musician on that's popular but nobody listens to no, none of their fans are podcasters. I also I also,
0: I also fucking hate this whole conversation. Like the whole point of this is like this is just where you and me having fun, like well, let's fuck around. I'm
1: sure, the- but no, but this is this is, I I I like this initiative. I do, because I like like I was saying before, I was pre, I I was like cr- cringe frozen, to even listen to the old episodes because I thought they were a lot worse than they actually are. My perception of myself in those years, while accurate, and like not being, um, I was not. I'm not a fan of who I was yeah, when we yeah, started yeah. the podcast. That's just it's not, the it's truth. Not, it's not
0: you're. It's not the best version of Evan that current, like, compared to the one that currently yeah. exists. Sure, yeah.
1: and I, I I like myself better now. Um, and going through some shit as we all were and just like anyway i di- i i didn't think that i wanted to hear anything that that guy had to say and like there's some gaffes uh but like who cares like l- honestly last episode was kind of freeing to be talking about that porn stuff um cuz you know the podcast had always been about literally no there's no reservations. Um, yeah. And to, like, finally talk about that, that was kind of, like, the last step of, like, yeah, man, who the fuck cares? Because, like, well, I- I've talked to my partner about this, where, like, if somebody were to see our work and confront us about it in person, like, we, we had to have this discussion. Like, we- like it's geo-blocked, whatever. Like, what's going to happen? And, you know, we came to the conclusion, and this is why we still do it, which is, like, You fucking own it. You own it. And so if somebody came across or listened to, you know, podcast episode two and I said some stupid shit. I mean,
0: the last one we did is like, you. uh, So. So have you still eat your own cum? (laughs) And I'm like, I was great content. I I was hoping we were starting fresh, but like, whatever. Um, (laughs) And then I was like, so you fuck on camera, like for a living. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's 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 no, like. Like, but like I'm over it being a secret. Well, like who cares? Like it's a, it's the uh, like parallel that I would draw though between the two things where it's like, you know, you you and Sarah like fuck each other feels good. It's great. What if we filmed it? What if we showed it to people? Oh, it turns out there's a market for that. We're actually like hot people. Oh shit! Here's thousands of dollars pouring into our bank account. Listen,
1: there's a parallel. However the 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 no the... no but like
0: sorry let me just finish this thought where it's like yeah. i i actually think amateur pornography and podcasting in it in its best form are actually like not that different from each other Agreed. where it's like you know you and i as friends like sharing our most intimate like, shit we would say to each other as friends <laughs> and where we have microphones on and we're filming it the yeah. same way like this is how i fuck my girl here yeah. you can you can all yeah see it's now. not even this is
1: me fucking this is me fucking my person i love yeah yeah
0: this is our sex life just like filmed yeah. uh yeah. here you go like it's like on a certain level it's like we're just both we're all whores like yes just but it's like a different level of it where it's like no oh. me
1: podcasting and making porn is the same it's the same it's it's exactly it's, the it's exactly the same yeah. and like you however know, the I, unfortunate I, thing is the search algorithm at, is different
0: the search algorithm is different but like also like what you're what you're selling is your your soul your, your soul that's yeah. right that's it yeah and, that's really it and, and it's not only your soul it's like it's like your person it's not even your soul it's like because like you could say like "Ooh, like i did this painting and like i put my soul into this painting and then someone bought it for three thousand whatever they don't but then they don't actually don't really know anything about you mm-hmm. but like with podcasting and and porn it's like it's not only your soul it's like
2: it's like There's nowhere to hide it's like
0: it's like it's like, it's like you
1: yeah there's nowhere to hide. There's there, nowhere there's to no hide. No it's polish. like you're literally it's literally At least in like the way that we're doing it. You
0: kind of you, you do a podcast. You kind of know what it's like to talk to us. You watch mm-hmm. your guys's porn. You kind of know what it's like to fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: you just, exactly. Like and it's like the most intimate shit that we usually is usually is private. But like because we're mm-hmm. weird, we have decided to turn this into like a potential <laughs> industry. Or income, or not even in, at this point, not even that. Just like let's put it out there because it's fun. Like it's fun. Like yeah. we, you know, we started this podcast without even any ambition of making any money from it. We just wanted yeah. that we thought it was fun. But you know, what, probably, closing should, in
1: on the twenty fifth episode, I'm now okay with it being not so much just this dirty little secret. You know, I'm uh, I'm much more comfortable with myself. And uh, have more of a like, "fuck you" if, if you don't like me kind
0: of attitude. And the, speaking of which, I have
1: to, I have to, and fuck the, the pee and into the, the
0: toilet. And the reality is, so keep going. The reality is, no one cares. Like, like, okay. I have to pee. Evan's going to pee. Evan bleached his hair blonde. <sighs> I don't know if it looks good. Like, I don't know. Evan shaved his head. And I was like, "What are you doing? Why did you shave your head? You look like a psychopath." And then, and then his hair started to grow. He's got fast-growing hair. He's got, you know, his hair started to come back, started to grow back a little bit. He's got that like that look when like a guy like shaves his head, like totally bald, and you're like, "You look like a psycho. I don't, yeah, I don't want to talk to you." But then it comes back a little bit, and then like you know, he's got like you know, like maybe a. A half inch quarter inch of hair and he kind of looked hot again he was like "Ooh, like you've got like a little bit of hair growth it's coming back it's like you've got like a little something to like frame your face or whatever and then he dyed it blonde and i'm like Ugh. you had it you had it going for you like why it's it's almost like you want to it's, I, I don't know. I chalk it up to Evan's self destructive, uh, like, phase or, uh, tendency in life to, like, it, I feel like he doesn't want himself to succeed or actually be that attractive. Because he knows he's hot, but he has to, like, fuck himself up somehow to, like, and be, like, kind of lame and, like, Alright, you're back. I was just like shitting on I'm you. back. I was just shitting on your hair this whole time.
1: Yo, it's very yellow. Um, it is made it uh, grey purple and it was that for a couple of days and now Remember when you uh,
0: dyed your hair grey to like be a silver fox. <laughs> like, it wasn't dab- to be uh, a silver fox. I'm gonna but. dye my hair gray. I'm gonna do a It was cool, I liked it. Yeah. I I admire I admire, <laughs> I admire <laughs> you your hair adventures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't like it? No, I don't like anything you do with your hair. Apparently, I think you have great hair. You have amazing hair, and then you you <laughs> shave it off, and then you dye it blonde, and I don't know. Listen, why. it's because
1: I'm I, I I'm uh, You're like I have a girlfriend. I'm insecure. I can, I can do whatever I want. Well, I think the first grade that I did, I didn't have a girlfriend. Uh, who fucking knows? Who cares? I mean, I don't I, think uh, I honestly don't think that's what it's about. When I met you, it was you had a, a fro.
0: I, I I have a fro to this day, check it out.
1: Mm. It's back. I am. But when I met you it was it would it was like carrot
0: top length. Is that a roommate? What's up? Kyle, come on the podcast for a second. Just say hi. This is the microphone.
2: Oh uh, well, uh, yes, I'm familiar with microphones.
0: Kyle is familiar Hi with Kyle This is Kyle He's my roommate He's a chill We should do actually have nice Let's Kyle. do a full
2: episode I'd love cool to
0: I'd love to Kyle's a fascinating guy Actually I'd love to let's, Next episode next Should be, episode, should be with Kyle it. It'll also be a chance Deal. For like Kyle and me To like get to know each other Yeah that'll be fun Yeah Kyle also Sick. has a, He has a scarlet Sound He's a musician He's an audio guy He's he's Pretty he's amazing. all over it Does he have a mic? Uh you got a mic? Yeah, I got a mic. He's got a mic. I got a
1: mic. Oh my god. Okay, then yeah. hell yeah.
0: Let's do it. Alright, let's do it. Th- that can be our oh next guest. Then Finally, we can do it in the same we can do it in the same room and stuff. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay, that sounds great. Yeah. How did you meet Kyle? Uh
0: like fucking sublet uh, find Kijiji? a roommate. Kajiji, I guess. Like yeah. No, but uh, great guy. Great guy.
1: That's pretty like to, uh, I think about Kijiji sometimes and it I is actually so formed for, oh, I'm sorry it is, it, it, it's <sighs> formed the most important relationships I've had like in life it's really crazy like I met Arthur on Kijiji I found the apartment that I met Kiria in on Kijiji and uh, yeah, you know what the fuck what the fuck like, I've got, like, this uh, kind of circle of friends in Edmonton that I grew up with, and, like, that had nothing to do with Kijiji. It's just, like, you're the kids you grew up with in elementary school and grew up with. But then, you know, like, had I not commented on Matt Banks's quarter rounds that one night yeah, yeah, yeah. and met Rowan, <laughs> this wouldn't exist. It's all it comes back to you. Matt
0: Banks. Yo, Matt Banks has to be, like, a follow-up podcast guest. Oh my god! I would love to. Talk Have you talked to him lately? No, not for years. I, we, we 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 like do Instagram, like Facebook, little message here and there. But like,
1: I was listening to a podcast the the he, Natasha he's a and Michael podcast. F-
0: fascinating guy. I hope he's okay. We were talking like,
1: about yeah.
0: about um, who was uh, that Michael guy? Like
1: he, it was Natasha's friend. I've actually seen him around. He played at. Uh, Couple shows at the Bog and at Bad Lunch and at the Diving Bell. He's a musician. Um, or to- Anyway, I haven't seen him in a while. But you were talking about um your New York girlfriend, and I don't know if I was just drunk. Pascal, yeah, yeah. For yeah. years, I don't remember that. But you met her at a a Thanksgiving. I met
0: her. I, I, I met her at Thanksgiving, and we spent like literally a weekend together. Yeah. And that was it. There was a lot of like, there was a lot of like Facebook chatting. There was a lot of texting. There was me like sex videoed a few times, whatever. But did you ever have sex with her? Yeah. Okay. I went. I went to fucking her campus. Like I took a trip to New York, and I like I spent like three days with her. (laughs) It was fucking awesome. How did that end? I I I like I like went home. I was yeah, and then what? You never talked to her again? know we, we sort of tried to keep in touch i guess like it, i don't know yeah. i guess it was like it was one of those things where it was like pretty clear that it wasn't we were like given our lives not really meant to be but we were both on the same page that like we let's just have some fun together yeah and she was dope i like honestly like i still follow her on instagram she's cool like i hope i, I from what i can tell she like has a boyfriend and stuff like now but like I don't know. Definitely. Some, like you have people in your life that you just like have a connection. Those are with. Just
1: great memories to
0: have, you know, great,
1: great it's memories
0: like, to have. Like, and I look back on this time with her, it was like a weekend. It was like literally just yeah. a weekend and it was, yeah. Okay. Fine. We're not getting married. Like neither of us even yeah. wanted that, but like, let's just have a dope weekend and then say bye.
1: Yeah. I have a couple people that I had moments like that with. Well, I mean, I, who knows if they're obviously not exactly, but, like one was um you remember did you cross paths with psychedelic mike at Bouillon? like pre R mike like the person who lived in in the room that you lived in that painted the walls no i never i never saw okay. i never oh yeah because you moved into his room anyway he um he was from jersey and his sister
0: came to visit yo how fucking fun was that apartment
1: dude it was incredible
0: like that it's incredible. giant each four bedroom apartment each room is huge <laughs> yeah and like the whole open space is huge and then we have a yard and then we have a, like a patio
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: that was a great to party in
1: like big enough like somehow soundproof enough for everybody to fuck in and nobody cared is that was, is that uh, whole
0: scene just like not like such an amazing thing like memory dude, to look back I, on like, yes of
1: course I I like I don't want that now, but like, at,
0: and at the time you're like ah oh, oh, it is what it is. But like looking no like, I loved we, it. Weirdly uh, looking back of it. it's like it's like such it was like a good dope time. Yeah yeah of course no, we don't want that now. But like at the time for what it was it was like fucking awesome.
1: Yeah it was the best and yeah. I miss it not in like a I wish I was there now kind of way, but in a like I'm so happy re- to have like those a, memories. Like I, re- away. I
0: remember it fondly. Yeah
1: but so this um his sister uh came through and uh we just had this like very um kind of intense connection and we ended up like she was only there for a weekend it's the same kind of thing just fucked for a couple days took her to the bus station you know we were like sending each other songs on facebook for a while and then like you know now she's engaged um and, like, yeah, there's another one from Alberta where, like, I met her at a party and, like, she came over. I feel, like, I shouldn't feel bad because, like, it's, like, 15 years later. But, like, met her at a party. She came over. We fucked. She came over another time and uh, we were just – we fucked. And um, I remember I – Did you I, fuck? Yeah, we did. And I was, like sh- – she was leaving – and i was saying goodbye to her like in the doorway but i had like six roommates at the time and they were all like just sitting watching tv in the living room and the and the front door was in the same kind of room and like i was i guess not embarrassed but like i wasn't really sure how to kind of send off that experience like it was a private thing and like all my roommates knew it was just like oh he's got this girl over like yeah, anyway yeah. so like i could tell that she wanted Like we just fucked And like we're having Like a very passionate Like we're intense In the throes, We're like can we just
0: Go to the other room right now
1: Well and she was saying goodbye And like I could tell She like was like Expecting some kind of Kiss goodbye or hug Or whatever And I was just kind of like Bye And um Yeah she never came back again But like you know We still follow each other On Instagram and stuff And she's married now And it's like it's, It's interesting She's like liked my posts And stuff I'm like I so wonder you what an, she thinks. You had an about awkward that. goodbye
0: where, like, you like didn't give it the weight that it needed, and then
1: yeah, but and like, who cares now? But yeah. it's interesting to think, like, you know, there is still this strange internet connection that we have. Like, I see her posts with her and her husband, and she sees like posts of my dog that she likes and stuff. It's and so, like I wonder I was, what her memory I, I, of that is.
0: I've been thinking about that. I just just like how like weird social media is, and like not an original dude i thought. love it not an original thought but just like the the whole thing of like um like now i weirdly keep tabs on like certain people who mean nothing to me like my <laughs> i was telling uh my girl earlier like it's like there's this girl that i like i follow and like the only reason i follow her is because i think she's kind of attractive but she was yeah. just my neighbor and who like <laughs> gave me her instagram and i followed her and yeah. then, like, through following her, I kind of learned that she's, like, a lesbian. And, like, there's no right. chance of anything. But, like, I also, like, f- keep up with her and, like, see what she's but doing. It's
1: probably because she posts a lot,
0: right? She, did, she posts a fair bit. And, like, I don't know. Not more than, like, any other people that I know, really. But, like, but also, like, we've met, like, three times. Like, she was my neighbor. And it's, like... I have no reason to like The only reason
2: she exists
0: though
1: is because She posts and this is something that I've discovered and um, Been very Like stoked on in the last Month maybe Mm -hmm. Is like in this COVID Thing like even Pre-COVID I wasn't like an Instagram person Or like I didn't like post Facebook or whatever and um, One day I just decided To post an Instagram story Like as a joke and a bunch of people who I had hadn't talked to in years that just happened to follow me on Instagram, like yeah. commented and it's like, holy fuck. I think it was like this void, uh, like this dearth of actual human connection that I've been missing because of COVID was being filled through instagram that i was like oh my god i i I need this feeling yeah well so i just kept doing it it was like holy shit well i'll tell you i feel I I feel i feel
0: like i feel like covid has been like the real instigator of this but like i feel like it's kind of been the trend anyway which is for most people to become very insular and yeah. a lot of times it's like, ooh, I'm coupled up. And so, like, this is my life. And I live with my partner. And, like, that's kind of our life. Okay, we might see the odd person for a dinner party here and there. But, like, at the end of the day, like, we just spend day in, day out with each other. Yeah. And I I think then COVID just, like, slapped that down even harder. Where it's, like, everyone's a lot more isolated. You know, and, you know, it took it took me going through this breakup... And I hate this. I hate to say. I'm like I, I honestly, like I I hate to say this. Like I honestly feel like genuine shame around this. But like it took going through like a fucked up relationship situation and then break up to like reach out to my friends. Like hmm. like going through the fucked up thing that I went through. Like I re- like made me like reach out to you and reach out to Arlen and like. Reach out to these people that, like, who I need. Like, I I was in a moment where, like, I actually needed people like you. Who were, like, people who I know love me and want the best for me. But are also objective and also can, like, just give me their perspective. But, you know, on the other hand, are, like, people who I haven't connected with in a long time. And I I, I weirdly kind of felt shitty about it. I'm like, I haven't talked to fucking Arlen in forever. I've talked to you in forever. And I'm like... Actually, like, the one beautiful thing about going through this breakup is, like, it kind of reconnected me with, like, all my best friends.
2: Yeah. Well, and, it
1: reminds
0: you who actually gives a shit about you. It reminds you who gives a shit about you, but it's also, like, yeah, we don't... We, why don't we talk every, every day? Like, you give me... Like, these are people who, like, don't give a shit what the fuck I do. Or, like, they don't even care that yeah. we don't talk. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we're not, like... like you know, we don't... It's not that we don't care... It's just like it's like it's also like you're not mad at me that we haven't like talked in a while or whatever. And
1: that's what's important. I think that's what is the the mark of a a true friend. And Arlen's not
0: mad at me. And like Jake's not mad at me. But like all these people were there when I needed them.
1: Yeah. And there's there's people and I've, I've had these people where they will actually, you know, upon some kind of reconnection will give you shit about not having talked in a while. Right. It's like, well, fuck you. Like we're like you haven't talked to me in a while like yeah. the the best friends that i have on the planet um are you know the there's a few people in montreal there's you and then there's a few people in edmonton that it's the same kind of thing where i can i can go a year without seeing or yeah. talking to them and when i do it's not hey what the heck you know why where haven't have we you ta- been it's like you're just it's like it's like right I'm
0: excited. I'm excited to talk to you. Like here we are again. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, and yeah, and like you know, I, I I I honestly don't feel like guilty. I don't think I've done anything wrong. Blah blah blah. But like it it is it is it is um, ex. I don't know. It, it kind of exhilarating to like go through something and then feel like you're a place in a place where like oh shit I need my friends right now and then you reach yeah. out and then they're there. Yeah. And like that's cool. That's a like such a fucking good feeling yeah that I could just like text you and be like hey man I'm having relationship issues and you're like what's up and we could just like yeah. talk for two hours yeah and like we haven't talked really that much before that but like also we just know that we're there and no, that's it's important fucking beautiful I don't know
1: yeah no it's it's like it there. there's a weird there's a weirdness to that though where like you know like I said I can go a year without talking to somebody and you know for certain people it's like you know no time has passed however uh you know a few years ago one of my best friends who i would consider having that relationship with them you know i wouldn't talk with him for a while and things would be fine like every now and then we'd mess each other on facebook we made music together and we'd like send each other cool shit um and i hadn't talked to him in like six months and then he fucking died and it's like that's when it hits you like fuck yeah
2: i wish i talked to him more you
1: know like i wish we would you know so like when people are still alive yeah take a year take two years whatever like i recently reconnected with um uh like i was telling you i was listening to the podcast with natasha and michael i reconnected with natasha after like fuck probably i think the last time i talked to her was probably when we recorded that podcast um. Yeah, and it was a, uh, one of the
0: last times, yeah. Um, that and makes like,
1: sense. like on Inst like I got back on. Like I said, I got back on Instagram. Was posting stories about my dog, and you know she messaged me. It's like, uh, like I ha- like it was like I hadn't existed for these people until I r- appeared on s- their phones as like, hey, I'm alive, and so you know she messaged me like, oh hey, I have a dog too. Like let's get together. And then since then, like a month and a half ago, we go to this dog park every weekend with each other and we've like reconnected. It's great. It's really great. But like, yeah, fuck, man. If she died, I'd be like, fuck, I wish I would have talked to her more. Da,
0: da, da. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're still in that like young age bracket where like our friends aren't dying except for like crazy tragedies. But yeah. uh. But yeah, no, yeah. Eh, anyway, you talked to Mike lately? We had one COVID convo. You did. I called him. Okay, because he him, hasn't. He, he hadn't answered. I called my him any during my messages. He he was definitely like weirded out. I was drunk. I yeah. called him. I was like, "What's up, dude?" And he was like, "We we actually talked for a while. It was it was fun. I don't know. Like, it's it's also that weird thing when when people when people alienate themselves. Yeah." You know, it's a, it's a weird it's a weird thing that that happens when people kind of. I don't They're know. They're obviously it,
1: doing it for a reason.
0: Yeah, and like and like the thing about like friendship and all this and that, it's like, you you can't it, like the beauty of it is that you can't force it. Yeah. You know, if you and, if you and I just like if the natural thing for, was for us to like just lose touch, that's what would happen, and it wouldn't. Neither no. of us should feel any guilt around that. But like. No. There is this impulse to just, like stay in touch and like let's fucking keep podcasting, let's keep let's keep rocking and I'm, like oh shit like I'm in a, a tough <laughs> spot and I'm like oh yeah. shit I want to talk to Evan right now like yeah let's 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 talk you know, um, but after a certain amount of time passes, you realize like oh this person like meant something to me at a certain time and like maybe it's time to let them go like yeah, And it does not it's not.
1: It's it, the it only always, like real, real kind I, of I, like. Uh, can I tell you yeah.
0: my my definition of friendship? Yes, and see if you agree. I, this is not original. It's some I heard this on a podcast or something. Uh, someone told me, or some I heard this from somewhere. Uh, a friend is someone who, if you were like, "Hey, I'm gonna go buy pants," do you, <laughs> do you want to come? <laughs> they would be like. Either no or yes, but it wouldn't be a weird question,
2: right?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Either they're busy or they would be like, "Sure."
1: Mm-hmm. See, I I I get that for friends. I no, See, I, like, just, I, like, I have multiple tiers because I do have <laughs> uh, some tiers of friends where I would. Ask it would, that. It, would be, it would be
2: weird if you ask. And them. it would be weird. It yeah. would be weird, but you would still, still consider, you consider myself friends with, friends with them. Like,
0: Okay, but <laughs> I guess I guess it's just like a certain a certain class of like I like I don't know like I would if you know if I lived in Montreal and like we were hanging out and I'm like uh like I you know you had your spot with Sarah and I had my spot and I'd be like I'm I'm not doing anything uh what's Evan doing yeah I, it's Saturday Evan uh I'm I'm in your I'm, I'm going to the shop like near your house do you, I'm gonna get some pants like do you want to come? obviously and you'd be like yeah for sure (laughs) of course come let's hang out and like yeah you know but like i feel like i I love that shit i feel like um even the people that like you might not be in that position to ask that question there is a degree where it's like okay you might have a connection but like when i define that like this type of friend it's like something you just kick it with yeah
1: See, I have a lot of acquaintances on that level, too, where like if they were to ask me to go buy pants, I would almost be more inclined to say yes than some people who I consider friends and vice versa. I feel like there's certain people that I could ask that maybe I've never actually hung out with outside of like the bar or parties or whatever that like I feel like I could ask them to go buy pants and they would be down. And that's pretty cool, like they're 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 almost like like friends I mean, the, on the it, fringes. The
0: other part of this is like it has to be someone that you want to ask yeah. to go buy pants with you. Yeah, like I'm sure I can like there's of, a bunch there's a bunch a there's a bunch of people who I'm like I I'm sure they'd be down, but I I don't wanna <laughs> buy, want to. I don't want to buy <laughs> pants with them.
1: Yeah, there's also certain people that I can think of that I would want to ask that I feel like wouldn't say yes they're like the, like like f- like and you're like it, I, doesn't, like, mean, it boy, doesn't mean it doesn't mean we're not boy friends. Their i'm like oh I, I want to take this to the
0: next level
1: you want to come by like they have me? no idea they have no idea
0: yeah anyway that's i i find that to be a useful definition where and and the point is that it the only thing you have to gain from this experience is being in each other's presence. Yeah. It's a experience. Do you ever, ex- do you ever have those moments experience. where you
1: feel like like um, you're all, like almost like on the cusp of. Let's buy pants level friendship, and you just kind of never get there. Maybe it's circumstance, or oh. maybe it's like, um, who knows what. You ever had any of those? uh Like like borderline
0: friendships? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I have, I have for sure, for sure, I have. I there's I have a lot of people who like like coast, and then usually what dictates whether you're friends or not is like cir- is straight up circumstance. Like yeah. there's a lot of people who I've encountered who I'm like, yeah, we could be friends, but like life doesn't allow. Don't
1: have time but, for any more friends. Like, I I or I
0: don't have time, or like you moved away for a job, and like yeah, I'm not gonna like keep track. I don't know.
1: I had an interesting experience with someone, actually, like so like a year ago. It was one of the last shows pre-COVID at the Diving Bell. I was bartending, mm-hmm. and uh, she plays in a band. She played that night, and just like you know, I. Uh, you know, unprofessionally would get pretty wasted while I was here. You know, if I'm going to be here, I'm drinking and having a good time and enjoying the night. And uh, so she was behind the bar and we're just having a great time. Time kind of flew by and, you know, we were talking and uh, she, she asked me, it's like, so like, I've heard from some people that like you might not be monogamous and I like had never like, had anyone asked me that before. And like at the beginning of mine and my partner's relationship, like we had kind of toyed around with that idea. And then it just kind of never came into fruition and it was never something that we'd talked about again. Uh And I was like, well, I mean, potentially no, you know, I didn't actually have like a real straight answer. And, um, it was this thing where like I hadn't had, I'd been in a relationship at that point for like five years and you know the occasional like fucking around with somebody else you know either together or or separately whatever it was never like really a thing and um it was just like this like oh shit like you're really fucking cool like i'm not y- you've been this acquaintance and now it's like feels like oh shit like we could be friends or maybe like more than friends kind of thing yeah and um you know so like we exchanged numbers and whatever and i told i told sarah about it and she laughed and thought it was funny and then the 2 days later i went to new york for a work trip and then i came back and it was lockdown it was quarantine it was covid right 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 and <laughs> so like for a year we kind of left off on this point of like this kind of like unanswered question of like literally it was just this question of like you know so like are you monogamous which is actually a very loaded question you know she's not just asking am i monogamous to know if i'm monogamous right and i'm not answering in a half-hearted way because i'm not sure of the answer you know what i'm saying and Cause like uh, there there was like this connection there, um, uh huh, and then a like for this entire year, just like every month or so, just like a text here and there, like hey, what's up, da 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 da, and the, I think it's the similar for everyone, but like this whole year has been this weird time warp where mm-hmm. like feels like no time has gone by, but an entire year has gone by and they came back and we shot a music video for them here at the Diving Bell literally a year almost to the day did you follow since okay. the, no we didn't we didn't <laughs> but like it was don't tell Sarah
2: <laughs> well no I mean it's, okay. anyway I, t- I, I talked to her about all this shit like, yeah yeah she, yeah she, no, you no, know that's great, that's great and
1: that's it's, it's great to be able to talk to her about that but the like can I, I don't know uh, if you've ever also, had those, those kind just, of moments can I just yeah. give a
0: quick shout out like yeah Sarah, your—I know you say partner. I like to use the word girlfriend. Yeah, me too. That sounds. Uh, I like sounds, it better. It sounds better. Partner sounds like yeah. what are you doing? Like, are you cowboys? Are you starting a business <laughs> together? Are you, She's you, my girlfriend. You like doing a Girl. project. I like to me. I, I feel like people don't like girlfriend because it sounds. It demeaning. seems trite. But it, it seems it's trite, not. demeaning. I actually think it's a. It. Uh, I actually would like to elevate the term girlfriend and boyfriend. am like props. Me too. Yeah. I would would like to, instead of, like, just treating those terms as having low value, I would like to instead elevate those terms to actually be more more meaningful. Um, Okay, so that said, like, props to fucking Sarah. Sarah, I don't actually, funny enough, know her that well. We've hung out. i was like wasted i was like Do you guys want to have a threesome <laughs> <laughs> and she was kind of like down but then i was too drunk and then you were we were all like it's like this is not and then we woke up the next day and then we're like glad we didn't fuck that was that would have been weird <laughs> uh but like yeah. also i've talked to her you know we are, sarah and i have also like just had like like great real talk and it's been dope yeah. and I, all this to say fucking your girlfriend's awesome
1: She's the fucking best. Anyone yeah. who can put up with me for six years
0: yeah, uh, is
1: a champion.
0: Put up with you, but also, like, you guys are, like, I'm sure you're good for each other. Like, I, like She's
1: my soulmate, dude. I can't imagine being with, uh, like, no, I can't. I imagine myself being with other people all the time, and... uh
0: but you don't want to it's, move in. You want to give <laughs> up what you no, have. It's not, it, no, it's, like, no, oh, exactly. I, it's not it's like have a, some oh, fun Oh, there's somewhere. something better
1: out there. It's just I might have some fun to somewhere but be able but like, to have yeah. You know, you, uh, speaking to somebody who's, who's like, a, like a life kind of navigated the open yeah. relationship yeah. Um, field more successfully than I ever could have despite my many attempts um, to be able to like I said to to like have this kind of poignant moment with this acquaintance stranger kind of potential friend interest and be able to talk to sarah about it and not feel shame
0: or you know fear um you know just to be just
2: to be honest it's great
0: just like like i don't know like and this i think is probably common for a lot of people who like pursue open quote-unquote open relationships it's like you go through this whole thing and you realize like, oh, I actually don't want to fuck a bunch of people. I don't want to have a bunch of different relationships that actually is shitty. But yeah. the the thing that you can take away from that is. Oh, can I be in a relationship and have a partnership with someone where what we have is like total transparency? yeah and honesty and i can actually be yeah. open, open with you about like ooh, i thought this chick was hot i wanted to fuck her oh we like were flirting it was crazy whatever let me yeah. fill you, let me fill you in because like y- you should know like i want to tell you you're my but like fucking romantic buddy like yeah if i'm going to tell anybody like let me tell you the fucking details about this like my, what my feelings were like let me tell you it's so important but like, and but it's like the, the basis cli- the, of a good relationship the cliche honesty. is is that like oh you don't talk to your wife or you don't talk to your husband about this 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 and that and it's like that's that's very old fashioned and it's that's, old fashioned and it's like it's fucking depressing man I mean like, it, it works when all you really need to do is like make a family survive like cool fine like you don't need to know about your husband's inner thoughts. You both just yeah. need to like do the labor in order to make like this family survive fine. Yeah. But in this day and age when no one's fucking having kids, it's, it is mostly about our own personal feelings. Like if you're yeah. going to start a partnership, yeah, you've got to be honest about shit. You got to like say the shit that you don't think you should say like, yeah. And just like, if, otherwise if, what's the point? What's, what's the, the fucking what? point exactly that's the thing otherwise what's the fucking point and you know that's where i got with my other relationship where i was like i feel like there's a lot of shit i'm not saying and
1: despite it being i mean don't don't say anything you don't want to say but that that's what's interesting is dis- like objectively you know they're like i'm i'm part of this crew that that believes in the idea of open relationships um but like, despite being in one, you can still have that feeling, you know. Yeah. Even if you're, you're like, it's it, it, your relationship is open the, to be able to have and that. And that's the thing. Even if even if
0: you're monogamous, you can be like, oh, I really wanted to fuck. I, we were talking. I really wanted to fuck. Yeah. I didn't because we're monogamous. Yeah. But like, let's talk yeah. about it. Let's let's yeah. be open about it, you know. And it's it's a you know I'm I'm in I'm in a stage now where we're like. You know I'm navigating this new relationship
1: are you gonna or is uh, you met in the context of in the open context relationships. of it, and we and both and we and we
0: that? and we both did like when we started dating, I was in an open relationship and she was in another relationship that was also open and then have you talked about the
1: plan yeah 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 no, we, for,
0: we for sure have um uh, yeah I mean it's weird it's kind of weird to talk about it, it still feels very private um right, but I will say, like,
2: it's like, I don't know. We've been just very clear that
0: in a way that I haven't been clear I, 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 for, in my experience uh, that, all right, if one of us wants to have an experience with someone else or something comes along that, like, feels fun and cool, we're not going to pretend to pretend that it doesn't exist and also not cut ourselves off from something like that. But we will just make clear for ourselves that like, this is, we are our number one. Yeah. Without question. Right. It's not even a question. And that's a boundary. And like, if you want to like have an experience, like the understanding is like, if you're having some other experience, it's in it's necessarily if it's going to happen you both parties have to know that it's fleeting
1: right that's a good
0: rule you know and yep. also full transparency 100 mm-hmm. percent. there's no don't ask don't tell there's no compartmentalization there's like full sharing about like oh i met this fucking hot guy he wants to fuck is it this, Ah, is this gonna happen like i'm like yeah, yeah, fucking am fine, uh, and vice versa. Like, so when
1: you're saying that, is it all, is it like a permission thing? Like, a, is it like a, a like a
0: you cool like, if I do this, cool or is it
1: like a tell me
0: after? I mean, I mean, that's you know, I don't know. Who we're knows? Gonna, we're guess. gonna we're gonna work it out. Like, yeah, as, w- what we gotta say to each other to do anything. What's important is like bottom line. No matter what happens, one hundred percent taking care of the other person. Are you good? Are you good?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: If you're not, that's also fine. If you're if you're like bummed out, like oh, you don't, I, don't, I actually would rather you didn't go fuck some yeah. other person <laughs> right now. That actually makes me feel like shit. Then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I won't. Mm-hmm. If it turns out like I'm having fun, you're gonna mm-hmm. fucking like. Let's fucking have some fucking fun with different people. Like, cool, whatever. But the bottom line commitment is, like, us. See, it's so funny uh, because I feel like
1: those same rules just should apply to, quote-unquote, like, non-open relationships or monogamous relationships. You know, like, those same rules should apply because the feelings are not... It's not like they don't exist in monogamous relationships. That's what's so interesting is like, if you give your relationship this label of open, then you're all you know, you've got these rules and you're you're allowing yourselves to, the, to the talk about I, these. The things way honestly. I see it is, but like if you're monogamous, those th- feelings still exist on both parties. The way I see, unless it you're is literally like, not seeing like anyone, the
0: only successful relationships are open relationships. In that. Not that you have to fuck other people or hook up with other people or be non-monogamous yeah. or anything like that, but just like, be but like, you just you you have to share. You have to be at home. Yeah, you have to, and by that I mean you have to have total Making f- a shit in front of each other we
1: draw some lines
0: <laughs> yeah we talked yeah, yeah. about we talked about that like we pee in front of each other but did. we're like can we like not shit we don't have to do that like we can maintain a little bit of romance
1: yeah exactly i'm i f- we we fart and we pee but pooing's private
0: that's private it's private it's private and i think we yeah. both both parties want it to stay that way yeah, yeah. i don't want to put in front of anyone like, ever even if even if you're not even if like you're monogamous you're like oh god like i was fucking working like this shift and like this fucking check was so hot and like man like the as opposed to like keeping it secret yeah that's what's toxic yep is like this secret of like oh i had this connection and like
2: uh, yeah. Uh,
0: oh yeah. yeah they were cool whatever meanwhile you're like <laughs> secretly being like i'm so into this person she's so hot it's so cool but like it's so to, toxic to, to have a relationship where you can be like yo i oh man i met this chick she's so fucking hot the man and, and then it diffuses and then also-
1: some of the like you know potential Bombs that that can cause by talking about it and by like actually discussing it with your partner, it takes it from like this weird kind of taboo secret thing where you're like, oh my god, into like, oh yeah, this is like normal and it it goes and it goes
0: both ways. It's like, okay, she's gonna like find other dudes hot that she runs into, and you have the same fucking back and forth. And it's like, okay, Yeah. yeah, neither of you are like. Making that move or like doing anything, Mm -hmm. but you can be open with each other about the impulse and not be afraid of it. And also, more importantly, if like you express to her some like attraction to some other woman, or she expresses to you some attraction to some other guy, you can also both respond with being like, That makes me feel insecure. Yeah. I'm nervous about that. I, that freaks yeah. me out. I'm sorry. And then, and then you can like get to the bottom of like what that's actually about. It's like, yeah. Okay. What did this other person like give you in that moment? Yeah. What did they make you feel? You felt, so, you felt maybe some sort of freedom in some certain way or whatever. And then you can figure it out. And yeah. you can be like, oh, I was, one of, one of you was like maybe like missing something or lacking something. It's like, yeah. Ooh, this certain like, feeling of freedom i was maybe missing and it's like i don't have to go fuck this other person but i can be i can tell you about it and we can figure it out and we can like make our relationship better
1: it really just comes down to communication yeah it seems so simple to say it yeah and uh yeah i mean it's just truth like you said before living your truth um i have to uh speaking of what what you said about Sarah being, the shit, so we're in Is curfew. She Is she shitting right now? She's shitting. We're in curfew right now in Montreal. So, um, in order to get to the studio to record this podcast, um, no one can leave their house be on the street. No, we have to podcast all night
2: long. We have to podcast. <laughs> no, one can be, no one can be outside
1: their house past eight p.m. without yeah. a dog. So, Sarah walked the dog and I to the studio. To drop us off, walked home, and now she's coming with the dog to pick me up, okay. so we can walk back with the dog together. All right. Um. So I got to wrap this
0: up. Okay. But I love you. Totally fair. Not no. But, that's great. And I, I love you. Can she come in and talk for a minute on mic, or do you gotta go meet her?
1: Uh, I got. I gotta go meet yeah, her. Yeah. Yeah. But I did talk to her today before I left for this cast. And I asked, what would, like, you have to be on the podcast. What would your ideal guest be if you didn't want to do it, just the three of us? And she said, Arthur. And I think that would be the funniest combo ever.
0: It'd be Sarah s- and Arthur, you and me. It would be super funny. Um, I want to talk, uh, like, okay, I will say, this is going to be the cliffhanger for this audience <laughs> listening. Uh, I do want to talk to you about the pornography industry. Deal. As someone who's like interested.
2: Yeah,
0: deal, deal. <laughs> that I'm was like, a very s- sexy question. I'm like, what am I doing? There's money to be <laughs> made in show business, and it's not in the theater. Well, I mean, there's there's there's
1: money in solo, but I mean, if you got a partner who's down, then you're you're, you know, exponentially gonna do better. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I also on feel like note. I also feel like we should I should bring her in on this. But um
1: Listen, we're gonna get Kyle as a guest. We're gonna get her as a guest. Get get oh, Kyle, that'd that'd we awesome. should do
0: we should we could do like the double date podcast. I would love to like I would actually- Oh
1: dude, that's a great idea.
0: Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah.
1: Would you have her on the podcast? One hundred percent. Okay, then okay. F- Listen, Arthur, if you're listening, you're gonna be on the podcast eventually. But Double Date Podcast genius that'll be next genius yeah okay genius listen i gotta i gotta go because she's gonna be at the
0: door very soon should that be the next episode yes 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 all right double date it'll be great it'll be fucking (laughs) it'll be fucking awesome she's okay 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 amazing yeah listen i love you i also have to tell you you mean the world to me i also have to tell you like she's like watched your porn cool yeah. Well, we can talk about it, and, we'll ta- and that's what I want to get into, and like also to the point where like we're curious about it, so like that'll be the whole jumping off point. Awesome, yeah, yeah th- this is great this is great. Yeah. It's a
1: whole new world for me to be talking about this shit, so'm I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. all right, uh, a little nervous but happy.
0: yeah, all right. All love right. you very much. I love you so much. Uh, give my love to Sarah, please give her we'll a will do big, uh, I'll give her a big fuck thro- for you. throat fuck for me, and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love you, dude. Love you. I love you, dude, man.
1: Love you,
2: love Uh, you, love you, love you, love you. you. Talk to you very soon. All right. Bye, man. Bye. Bye.